Hustle fam, hustle fam. What's good? Happy Truck and Hustle Tuesday. Um, listen, um, you know, today is um, <clears throat> we 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 are getting used to a new normal today, as they call it, right? Um, a lot of uncertainty, um, a lot of questions, a lot of confusion. Um, but first, I want to just say that <clears throat> if if you are hearing this right now, I want you to know that you are blessed. You are alive, right? You have another day to get it right. Um, so first, be thankful, right? Be thankful that you are here um, and you're alive, right? Let's focus on the good. Um, it's a lot going on, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and it's crazy, you know? And, you know, things are unfolding as we speak. And, you know, things are changing in our lives as we speak. But we're going to have to adapt and, um, you know, we strong. That's what we do. We adapt. So I just want to encourage everybody to not be fearful. Um, I want to encourage everybody to, um, you know, take guidance from smart people. You know, be intelligent in your moves. Um, and let's work together to um, get over and get through this tough situation with this virus, um, this coronavirus. We are praying for everybody affected. And, um, you know, we're just going to keep on keeping on, keep on trucking, keep on hustling. Um, I want to definitely take this time to thank all of the truck drivers, um, all of the people in the transportation industry, because... As y'all know, when everybody else, you know, turns off and shuts down, that's when we get in the game. You know what I'm saying? That's when it's our time. That's when we get called to the plate to do what we do. You know what I'm saying? To um, uh, be there to um, offer those emergency services and you know, replenish these empty shelves and make sure everybody is okay. So thank you. Salute to y'all. Salute to us, everybody in this trucking industry. All y'all give yourselves a pat on the back. Y'all are heroes. Heroes. All right. Um, so, you know, I just wanted to put that out there as well. Um, today's show is going to be a little bit different. Um, in light of everything going on, we're going to be talking about healthcare. Um, it's dope because I got connected with a couple who are in the healthcare field. Um, they have a company called the Bang Group, with this, which is healthcare services, um, but they're doing things a little bit differently um, than traditional. Um, they actually are in telemedicine um, and virtual medicine which is where you can actually um, set up medical appointments via um, a phone call or, you know, via 
a video conference as well as have on-site visits as well. Um, you know, really dope, you know, uh, a very innovative and, you know, new industry. And, you know, they're doing their thing out of South Carolina. Good people. Um, and I really enjoyed our conversation. Um, as you can see, we spoke for a while. <laughs> we got into a lot of different things from, um, you know, the coronavirus, which is, you know, everybody's present concern to just general health care, preventative maintenance and so forth and so on. So I really think y'all gonna y'all are going to enjoy, um, you know, this this talk. Um, and, um, you know, I just want to encourage everybody to stay strong and, um, you know, work together, keep each other lifted up, um, you know, keep your spirits high, um, you know, and this too shall pass as everybody says, right? This too shall pass. We're going to be all right. We're going to be good. Um, so yo, um. On Truck and Hustle Tuesday, you know what we do, right? As always, we put our ears on, and if you smell something burning, it's only your desire. Let's go. What's up, y'all? This is Ramel Watley, and welcome to Truck and Hustle, the podcast for trucking entrepreneurs. If you want to learn about the trucking industry from the business side of things, you're in the right place. Every week, I interview the people who are making it happen on a daily basis. I get them to share their successes, their failures, and sometimes even their secrets. The goal is to show you how you too can create financial freedom in the booming trucking industry. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Um, the answer to the question is, I think that no, it's not a hoax, but they have taken advantage of the fear factor and their fear mongering to an excessive degree to uh, create a panic situation where and actually facts over fear is what needs to be given. Turn my mic up. For you. Take there. Yeah, yeah, uh, on the road to the riches. Life takes a toll like bridges. Good friends become foes and snitches. Better watch who knows in your business. So let's get started, guys. Um, truck and hustle, truck and hustle, um, family. So listen, um, you guys know um, that right now uh, it seems like the country is in crisis mode. Um, we are now dealing with what seems to be a very serious pandemic, um, coronavirus, and you know it is very interesting because I was, you know, just hoping that I would be able to find someone to speak um, intelligently on, on this topic. Um, you know, I didn't have anybody within my, net, my, my network specifically. And, you know, I was just kind of, you know, doing my own research. And I said, you know, it, it's very important that we get some information out here about this topic to the Hustle fam. And man, you know, God, won't he do it, right? So, so you know, yes, he will. I, I've, I've been blessed um, to, to, you know, come in contact with a husband and wife couple um, who actually have some knowledge on a specific topic. And they are here with me today, guys. So I wanna welcome to the show, um, Prunetta Brunson and uh, Fitzgerald Gatson of The Bang Group, The Bang Group LLC. Welcome to Truck and Hustle today, guys. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. Thank so you. Appreciate right. it, Ramel. thank you for having us. No, no, no problem at all. So um, The Bang Group LLC, um, is a virtual 
and telemedicine. Um, uh, how, how, how do I say virtual and telemedicine um, services? Is that correct? Mm-hmm. What, family care actually, services. Family care yeah. services. Okay, because this is new to me as well. This 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 right. this entire um, you know specific business model is new to me as well. So I'm learning here too. So um, virtual and telemedicine uh, primary care services. Um, you guys are based out of uh, Columbia, South Carolina, right? right. Um, yeah. And and you guys are in the field of healthcare. Um, so uh, Fitzgerald reached out to me um, with everything going on. And he said, "Man, you know, we can speak about this this coronavirus. We can talk to the Hustle Fam and let them know what's going on." And I thought that was dope, man. I said, "Let let let's do it. Let's do it immediately. Let's move swift." Um, so they're here with me today, and um, we're about to get into it. So um, I want you guys just to introduce yourselves really fast, um, starting with you, Prunetta. Um, just tell the Hustle fam a little bit about yourself, um, you know, your, your backstory um, in healthcare, and um, what you're doing right now with the Bang Group. Okay, well, my name is Prunetta Brunson. I'm a nurse practitioner. So I um, started in healthcare. Mm, I will say 20, 20 plus years ago, um, started as a uh, nursing assistant actually and worked my way up from that to LPN to a registered nurse and then to my master's. So um, I have been around the healthcare field um, for a pretty uh, extensive period of time. And of course, the reason why I got started is because I always wanted to be able to help someone. Um, the other thing is most of my family um, are nurse practitioners or nurses. So of course it's in my blood. I, I knew exactly what I wanted to do from, from, um, I won't say from infancy, but from <laughs> a young age. <laughs> right, right. So I knew that I knew my path, but the major thing is I knew I had to set goals in order to get to where I was going. So, um, at this point now I am servicing Columbia, South Carolina. I work at a, um, hospital, Providence hospital, um, which has two locations, and I work there as a um, hospitalist, which is a person that actually admit patients into the hospital after being seen by an uh, ER physician or a direct admit. Uh, the other thing that I do um, is I'm a uh, hospital administrator for um, one of the, actually it's three large hospitals here, but it's um, for the largest hospitals here in South Carolina. Okay. So it's... Um, it's a pleasure to be able to be here today to be able to talk to the audience in regards to, you know, healthcare and also what people are actually faced with today is with the, um, this coronavirus and wanting to know exactly what to do and how to take care of themselves. Got you. Got you. Thank you. So Fitzgerald, you are, you are in the trucking industry, right? Absolutely. Th- th- yes, th- this is what you do. So it's um it's interesting how these two worlds kind of collide. Like right, you know, healthcare, trucking. That's how we get to truck and hustle. You know what I mean? So um yeah, just, sure. just just talk briefly about um you know uh, your career in the trucking industry, just to kind of put everything in context, so you know people kind of know where we're going here. Right, right, right. Well, for me, um, I started out in trucking originally in 1987. I I'm a I was a banker, um, a marketing. You know, finance and marketing major at Morehouse, and uh, and I got out, got it, and went to work for Bank of America in '87. And after about six months of seeing how the politics was being played out, I told my father, I said I wanted to go to trucking school. Well, 
my mom wasn't trying to feel none of that, bro. Cause they had, you know, it's, it was like 85 grand to go to Morehouse back then. Um, so I went to trucking school and I learned um, how to mountain drive, you know, back then you had two kinds of drivers, you know, flat country or mountain drivers. I, I learned how to drive in the hills and my first truck was a Peterbilt 359. I'm 22, I don't know what I got, 13 speed. But I do know this, I love that truck. You know, it right. got in me, loved the, you know, just loved the feel of running cross country. Um, but uh, did that for a couple of years. And um, my uh, wife at the time had gave me an ultimatum, like, look, you gotta get out of the trucking business. So I got in the car business and was in the car business for over 20 years, um, from sales to management, to owning the store. And uh, used to help a lot of folk. Used to own a dealership called the Car Parlor Inc. I was one of the dealers that got caught up in the uh, recession um, back in 07, so forth and so on. Um, fast forward uh, to 2012, I ran across an opportunity talking to, ironically, to another trucker. Uh, I wasn't in the industry. and He told me about Expedite, i.e. also known as Hotshot. And we talked about the income potential. That was that Saturday. I was I was a service manager selling him some tires at uh, one of the larger tire dealers in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. And Nissan was having a new business um, offering for, for uh, bands, um, high cubes. Well, anyway, I got approved that Wednesday. I was in the hot shot business that Friday. So seven days later, I was in the business. Um, for me, I learned the business bass backwards. And, and, and I think you know what I mean by that. <laughs> I learned, I had my, I got my, I'll be honest with you, with the whole truck hustle uh, fam, I got my ass handed to me because 2012 price of gas and fuels through the roof, you know, and then I'm a new guy. I don't understand how the dispatch work. I don't understand truck placement. All I know is I'm out here. I'm trying to get this money. And uh, I learned, you know, I learned some, I took, I took some L's. I took some L's. Um, and uh, 2015, I went and got my CDL again. Um, and then, um, We'll get into the other story about that later and, and, and got it with, with the intent of being able to do what I do now, which is act, act as own operator. And so from 2015 until now, I've been back in this industry uh, and I love it because we get to deliver 75% of the goods, whether it's from the port, or flatbed, dry van, reefer. Those are the areas that I'm familiar with. But, you know, um, that's pretty much how I got to where I am at this point. Now. Okay. Got you. Got you. So you're working in the trucking industry. Um, <laughs> Prunetta is in, in, in the healthcare field. All right. So how do we come together um, and, 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 and form the bang group? Talk to me about the inception of the bang group, where the idea came from and how that whole concept got started. I will tell you, you know, it's kind of funny because, um, you know, when I sat down and I, um, did a little bit of research. I shouldn't say a little bit. I love to like research stuff. Um, Fitzgerald tell you I'm always researching stuff. But anyway, <laughs> um, I looked at, um, believe it or not, I looked at information in regards to medical marijuana. Um, you know, at the time, um, I had just finished a contract out in California. And, um, you know, that was like a growing thing or, or already rapid, you know, as, in regards to being um, uh legal on both sides, you know, right. whether it's medical or uh, recreational. Um, so once I came home, um, started researching information in regards to like, you know, how do you get started in doing some of those things? How do you get involved with trying to um, 
to help people in regards, you know, to pain and um, um, illnesses. So I uh, looked at some things and then I started looking at the stock market because I also like to dabble a little bit in stocks. So I started seeing certain stocks were like elevating. So I was starting to put money into like stocks and um, I researched some more information in regards to um, how to get started in regards to, you know, opening up a, um, a dispensary, you know, how to get, um, how to learn about medical marijuana, how to be a bud tender, all these, you know, different things. So once I started reading other women's stories, because if you believe it or not, it's more women in the industry um, that have become millionaire to billionaires in the medical cannabis um, on both sides, recreational and cannabis. Okay. So that part really, you know, spurred me on where I was just like, okay, wait a minute. Okay, wait a minute. How can I do this on the medical side? So I, I think Memphis was, I think we were on a date. It was like a date night. So we wound up going to two, um, TGI Fridays. And as we were driving, you know, he was just like, yeah, you know, I was thinking about X, Y, and Z. And I was like, well, I'm gonna tell you what I, what I thought about because I didn't know how he was gonna, you know, take this. And I was like, um, I'm thinking about medical cannabis. And he was just like, um, what, do you, what do you mean? So I was just like, well, I read up on this, you know, really it's, it's so new, no one really knows a lot about it. And it, it wasn't more on the research side, it was more on how to have a business and also care for patients. So um, I expressed to him that, hey, you know, this is like a, a you know, a cash business kind of thing. And, but at the same time, it's helping people and it's, you know, new research and it has not been touched here on the East Coast. So we went into TGI Fridays and when we were sitting down, you know, we were discussing some things in regards to like, you know, cash, um, seeing patients, dispensaries, you know, getting all excited because I was just like, okay, I want a one-stop shop. Right. I want to, I want to have it where, you know, we, they can, they can see me, I make the recommendations and they can go over next door and go to the dispensary. Well, of course, you know, that's how, how I remember everything um, happening. <laughs> we were sitting down writing numbers and writing how we can do everything. We didn't have a name at the time, but um, just getting excited about the whole concept. And it was funny because I just remember Fitzgerald's face when I um, looked at him and I was just like, um, you know, what do you think about, you know, a medical cannabis um, being part of the practice? And I, I just remember him looking at me like, I'm in. Like, I, I, see, <laughs> I see exactly where you're going with this. So right, right, I mean, right. it, just, it just spurred on from there. And then um, then that's when we started saying, okay, well, we can, you know, we can do this, we can do that. And then that's when I started researching the fact about um, the tele and virtual health, because I started seeing that in California. A lot of my teachings came from California. So I, I saw that they were doing the, you know, the delivery service. They were actually able to um, speak to someone virtually in order to get their recommendations for, you know, different medications. Um, and more so, I want to say for the medical cannabis side. So um, that's kind of like how this part came into be in regards to virtual and tele. But then I just started thinking about how to incorporate other things, not just the medical cannabis. And that's when, of course, the other part of, hey, how about have an uh, a actual practice where we can virtually see patients and also do medical cannabis at the same time. So it's like being able to take care 
the whole family, the whole um, gamut in regards to um, healthcare, whether mm. it's dealing with, you know, chronic management of pain, because that's my biggest thing is getting people off of like pain management, um, uh, pain medication. Okay. We have this big, huge thing with people, you know, um, being on a lot of pain medication. So of course, spurred that part on. So really that's how everything just kind of, it just all kind of just started coming. Like, you know, we were just like, oh, we, we can do this and we can do that. And it just all came together, really. Hmm. Wind up working out. But I don't know, Fitzgerald may have a different story. That's how I remember it, just being so excited about it, which I'm still excited about it, as you can tell. Right. But it's, it's just nice because it's so innovative and it's something that everyone can be a part of and it's not limited to, you know, just being a certain age. Unfortunately, you know, uh, older generation, you got to kind of help them because people are so used to just going into a location. So it's got nice you. to be able to be able to bring this to the table. Got you. Got you. Um, just to kind of dive a little bit deeper into that. So in virtual and telehealth, how exactly does it work? So for someone who wants to um, sign up with the Bang Group, um, talk to me a little bit about, about the process and, and the, the, the care that they'll receive, just so I kind of, just so the audience could understand it a little sure, bit deeper, sure. on a deeper level. So let's just say, um, for example, this is your first visit. You wanted to come see um, the Bang Group. So we are the, the only telehealth, virtual telehealth practice within South Carolina, period. Um, of course, you know, they have it where, you know, it's, uh, insurance companies have this, but we are someone that you can actually tangibly touch and see if you needed to. So we offer three different types of services. One like um, is virtual, where you can actually see us by tablet, by laptop, by iPad, your phone, you, um, you're actually able to talk directly with the physician. Now, I, I, you know, at the time I can't touch you, but I can actually go by your symptoms, some of the things that, that's going on with you and kind of make a diagnosis. Um, but as far as with the tele, tele part, and like I was um, looking at before, that there's some people that may not have a laptop or maybe not have access to it at that time they can even call in for simple it can be simple things you know of course it can't be anything major because some things i have to see them but if they're calling in by phone is where they can actually tell me hey you know i just need a prescription refill or you know uh, and this this is a patient that i may have already spoke with before in the past okay where um they may just need simple things and i can try to either walk them through what they need to do. You know, if it's a simple code and maybe, you know, just give them a couple of things in regards to like, hey, you can get this cough medicine, some honey, do some tea and you're fine. You don't need to pay any money to do anything else. Here's your, here's your information. Um, or it can be where I'm like, hey, I need to see you. Okay. If it's where I need to see them, they can come into the office at 1320 Main Street. And that's in Columbia, South Carolina, um, Suite 300. So normally if they come in, of course, it's just like any other visit, you know, you're being seen by someone where we can actually see, um, see you face to face, um, give you your diagnosis and we'll send your prescriptions electronically. So okay. all of it is this, it's the same exact thing as if you walked into our office and sat down in front of me. It's the same as if you were on your laptop or computer. It makes it so simple because now people are so busy in life that they don't have as much time to set up an appointment, wait for someone to tell them that they have to come in at, 
um, Tuesday at 5 p.m. When here, when you're virtual, a virtual visit, you can go right on our website at www.thebangroup.com, T-H-E-B-H-A-N-G, G-R-O-U-P, <laughs> go straight to the website and you can pick your times to actually, when it's convenient for you to be seen by a provider. Once you pick those times and what type of service that you're looking at, like some of the, some of the services that's listed on there, say for example, like a UTI or um, a cold or ear infection, or um, maybe it's um, something to do with alternative medicine. Like I said, we offer different, different services in that regards. Uh, whether it's medical cannabis or is weight management. Um, but those are, you know, um, I should say some samples that you can wind up looking at in regards to our visits. You pick one of those visits and then you pick your provider. We have uh, a, a um, family um, physician and we also have a pediatrician. So we're able to cover the whole family, you know, not just um, you know, someone from 17 and on, we can cover even from infancy and up. Normally, of course, you know, most people already have their um, pediatrician, but if they didn't, they have someone at, you know, if they needed to call someone that they, they couldn't get in touch with their pediatrician, they can um, get in touch with someone to, to help their child virtually that they didn't want to get out of the bed or didn't want to bring around other sick people. Now with this coronavirus, who wants to be in, in you know, big groups or different locations, when you can be in the comfort of your home, not around anyone else that's sick, and you can actually make your appointment, say exactly what your, what your, um, your illness is, and then we can actually see you virtually. Once we see you and we say, okay, this is something that I can treat just virtually, I'll send your prescriptions over electronically. Everything mm -hmm. is done by computer. Your, your prescriptions are sent electronically to the pharmacy. You go and pick your, um, your prescriptions up, all you did was leave the, the comfort of your house just to get your prescriptions. Mm. Some places even deliver prescriptions now. You know, they make it kind of, you know, simple. But the main thing that we were focused on um, with the Bang Group is being able to provide that tele and virtual um, services to people for their convenience. Whether you're at work, you know, maybe, maybe you're on a truck like um, Fitzgerald. And here you need your, you know, you're going to be in town soon. You need to make sure that you have your medication already at the pharmacy. You can go ahead and go online, make that appointment. And everything is done for you. By the time you get home, your prescriptions are already ready. You're not waiting in line. So it cuts out all that time that you're wasting, staying at the doctor's office, standing, waiting for them to come in and come see you. Then, they, then after you do all that, how long do, do they normally stay with you in the doctor's office? About 10 minutes, give you a diagnosis and you're <laughs> right. out the door. That's right. right. That's right. Yeah. So that's the nice part about virtual and telemedicine. And the reason why I'm saying it's two different things, because a lot of people always, always relate it to telemedicine. Mm -hmm. But we did something a little different. We, we um, broke it up, like I told you, with tele, virtual, and in office. And it's just the, basically for the convenience for all patients you know, any age, all patients, whatever, you know, type of service that you may need, we're available, whether it's by telephone, virtual, or if you need to come into the practice. Now, the, the part that, um, I don't know if, if you, you went on our website or not, but the part that a lot of people don't realize is that virtual visits or our virtual visits, we made it very uh, affordable for people um, because I wanted to be able to help as many people as I possibly can 
And um, our services start as low as $50 for a virtual visit. Okay. And then, of course, you know, depending on what your services are, you know, it goes from there. But normally, if you're getting your refills or, um, or if you're coming to see us for a visit, we make it very um, convenient and affordable for you. And then the other um, nice part is the fact that, like I said, the, the quickness of having your prescription sent electronically. And here you can go back to work. You could see us on the lunch break. You can wind up being at your, your desk or at home in your pajamas, you know, having an appointment. Right. That kind of thing. It's very simple, very simple. And, if, you know, the, the thing is a lot of people may not be aware of virtual and telemedicine. And it's only because it's kind of new more on, um, I, I should say, in certain areas. But we're really trying to get the word out of having virtual and telemedicine, especially now with all this, you know, hype of the coronavirus. And, you know, they're actually suggesting that you do telemedicine versus going into the um, doctor's office or into the hospital. Gotcha. So. Got you. So is it a, a, a network of physicians? Because I'm here in Jersey. Um, you know, and you're in, you're in South Carolina. So if I wanted to um, see one of, you know, uh, see one of your, your physicians, would I just contact you? Well, let's say we do something virtually, but what if I wanted mm -hmm. to do an on-site? I'd have to, do you have a network outside of South Carolina? Okay, so the nice part is that you're in Jersey. Well, I'm not sure what part of Jersey you're in, and, and I'm glad you're from Jersey because I am too. There we go. But I was from <laughs> South Jersey. Okay. But um, yes, we Me do too. actually. Um, we... The major thing about the Bang Group is, that's the other difference, is it's not trying to be where we're local. We're, we're trying to expand this where we're able to see patients, you know, in different states. So we're actually licensed in multiple states, along with not only just the physicians, but as well as other nurse practitioners. So actually, there's a nurse practitioner in your area, um, but she is in, let's see, she's in the Delaware area, Philadelphia, and New Jersey. So more on that south, south portion okay. um, of um, Jersey. So if you wanted to see see her, say, go in, or you would have to be close to that location. Okay. Um, if it's where, for example, you could have a virtual visit, um, I can see you here in South Carolina and still see you in New Jersey. Just like we're sitting here talking now, right. I, can, I can do the same exact thing, send your prescriptions electronically to the pharmacy and um, go from that way. As long as we, we, we made sure we put ourselves in a uh, position to be able to provide services, not just for the state of South Carolina, but the intention future-wise to be um, pretty much on the East Coast and venture out to other states as well. Got you, got you, got you. Okay, okay. Fitzgerald. Talk you to me. <laughs> I am. I don't know right. listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. So um talk to me about a little bit of the part that you play um with, with, with the bang group. Um talk right. to me about your, your role in the business. Sure. Well, uh as you know, I'm the I'm the co-founder. That's the CEO. She won't, like I said, she real humble. She won't tell you that she's the CEO. She also won't tell you that she managed six thousand employees in the hospital system, you know, she's just that way, you know, it must be that South Jersey thing with y'all, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so y'all neighbors, but for me, um, I spent 20 years in the car business. So I am a true salesman. Um, and when I say that, I don't mean that arrogantly. 
I mean that I studied my craft. Uh, I went to uh, Dale Carnegie. I'm an old Zig Ziglar guy, uh, Jackie Cooper, Dave Delgado. So I act in this regard as the business development slash marketing guy. Um, as you see from my tenacity reaching out to you, uh, no for me just means I don't, you don't have enough information to make a yes decision. And so for me, when Pernetta brought the idea of the band group to us during our date night, um, I, we were doing it literally on a napkin, waiting on the ribs to get delivered. And we, <laughs> we, <laughs> we talked about the structure, uh, the different auspices in terms of what we wanted to do, virtual medicine, which for people who don't know the word virtual, it's video conferencing. Video, so, so, so for people who know, they, they hear the term, let me just clarify, because I'm an old country boy, three and four still seven. It's, it's video conferencing, so, or, you, or FaceTiming. So we had the virtual piece, we did the tele piece, and of course the in-person piece. So like she said, for the, from the initial standpoint, um, it started with medical cannabis and transitioned into a full family practice with the medical cannabis as a, as a suppositional component as opposed to the predominant component. Because keep in mind, South Carolina is still, um, hadn't passed the medical ca cannabis part but we, by us being a multi-state licensed practice, we still can practice because uh, we hold licenses in California, Arizona, Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Maryland, um, PA, and New York. So that, that we, and, and I and Pernetta sat down from that standpoint, we didn't want to be boxed in because we understand the politics of the game. And me being in, having been in business over 30 years and having dealt with politicians and, and regulatory issues, I knew from the outset that we needed to put ourselves in a position where we could, we could move and transition for the people. And, and that's what I do. I stay up on the policies. I interact with the politicians. I do the business development component. Um, I also act as the chief cook and bottle wash in terms of selling. Um, for, for me, it's to create the business. You know, like my, I have old saying, we don't eat until there's an ass in the seat. <laughs> it's just, it's just, that's just real talk. So, cause that, from the, when, when when the car business, you was unemployed till you had a customer in front of you. You know right. what I mean? And so it's the same thing in the medical practice. The difference with 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 with, with physicians, um, for one, uh, setting up a medical practice is a very expensive undertaking. Um, and you don't, as any business, you don't automatically incur super super dollars. Like people assume because doctors, you know, make good money. Well, you are foregoing that money to do this for the betterment of the people, you know? And so to create this practice, and as, 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 the, as a lot of boys in the South say, coming out the mud, we started with customers with patient zero and came up from there to where we are now. And so, you know, a lot of it has been um, good old fashioned, staking hands, handing out business cards, literally um, making flyers. Uh, we have, um, a three-part trifold of folders with information. We use digital marketing. We've done, we've done TV. We've done radio. We've done billboards. So all of that came up under my auspices as the quote-unquote co-founder slash business development. Man. Now, I have, we have a brand ambassador who is one of the um, local radio station DJs. His name is um, Houston Harris. Uh, his moniker is H-Dub or Hollywood Dub on IG. Now, that's the guy that you hear on the video that we did with No Grease, shout out No Grease, um, that did the narration. So okay. everybody that we have on our staff, from our 
uh, pediatrician who's a Yale graduate. Uh, our uh, DO, which is a family, other, other family physician, he's a, he's a Morehouse man. You, I mean, my wife already told you about her accomplishments. Uh, I'm a Morehouse dropout. So everybody at the table is preeminent in their particular field or they own. They, in other words, they hold their own. You know, so what we did was we put a, a mastermind collective together to bring the people the right services that they need. And we priced it at a price point where people can afford and we made it flexible and made it uh, uh, flexible enough for, for them to offer. So for example, um, you already heard about the $50 um, medical visit online, be it tele or virtual. Well, our in-person visit, you go to urgent care. I don't know what urgent care costs in Jersey, but I think it's about 125, 150, give or take. It could, um, be, it could be that or even more, it depends. I mean, it could be up to okay. $300 for urgent care. Exactly. So now they have no personality. They don't want, they want zero, they don't want zero combo. They want, they want Mr. Wiley to get that money first. Well, that same visit with us is $65. Mm. Mm, exactly. And so, um, uh, you know, we have various services, like my wife alluded to weight management. That's one of her, um, her pet peeves in terms of helping people um, with chronic disease or chronic illness minimize the expansion of that. So for me, my job is to make sure that people are aware of the things and the services that we offer to the component that, to the point where they are not just interested, but they understand, look, this is a value proposition that we're creating so that you don't have to be treated like a second-class citizen because you may or may not have insurance. So part of the advertising directive that I put together was we do uninsured, underinsured and those who have a high deductible because in that regard all three hell if you don't have you don't have if you ain't got no money all right if you don't have enough insurance or if you got a high deductible that's just like, like not having insurance so what we wanted to be with the advocate to say look not only do you have the opportunity to get quality health care at a local price we're going to give you what's called concierge medicine which is what rich folk had when the doctor come to them so to speak so we, we, we've taken that integrative approach and, 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 and actually made it where people can afford it on an in in interrelatable basis. Because not only can you talk to a physician and interrelate with the physician, but you have the opportunity to sit down and, and literally visit. Like our in-person, our uh, virtual and televisit are done in 20-minute intervals. If you were in-person in urgent care, that doctor may see you five to seven minutes. They don't have they don't have the time any or ten minutes. They they're not gonna take the time. They don't have the time. Well, with us, you have that time because that time slot for you is your time slot, and mm. you get to use up all that time. So now you have the opportunity to become more familiar and more relatable with your particular caregiver slash provider. Um, so you ask, what else do I do? So I uh, in addition to that, I we created a product called uh, the Main Group Wellness Plan. Um, and to expound, expound upon that, what we have created is a one-on-one -on -one integrative wellness insurance self-funded by the bank group, where we have a list of services that we provide to the general public, i.e. the patient base, that allows them to pick the services that he or she or they as a family is important to them, say chronic illness, hypertension management, diabetes management, um, weight man, so forth and so on. You put that under your insurance. You only pay for those services, and that's only $140 a month for a family of four. Now let's compare that to Blue Cross Blue Shield family of four, which is $650 a month. Mm. All right, right. Okay. Now that that that's that's nominal. Now 
that's a PPO with Blue Cross Blue Shield, right? With us, now, and here's what I want the audience to hear me clearly when I say this. With the Bang Group, there is no pre-existing condition exclusion. So you don't have to worry about if you got cancer or diabetes, that we're going to exclude you from being covered. There is no deductible. There's zero deductible. And there's no copay. So if you, and, and you, can, you can use the HSA account with us, you can use your Visa, MasterCard, debit, and we have TRICARE certified. So if you decide that $140 is what you can afford to pay and that you really want to have coverage, then when you, when you put that money on that, when you go to our website and you see that thing down that said pay bill, when you fill out your information for you and your family, and you put it in our and put our database, which is all, and I want to hit us for people who may have a medical background. Everything we have, all our technology is HIPAA compliant. Okay, it's very important for people to know that we ain't on the homeboy business network. We own, we do business. Okay, we do Republican business. I want that. I don't want. I want to make that clear. Um, you know, this is multi-million-dollar technology that we have in place to to be an advocate for people, so that they know that they got some real folk that understand this, this process, that's going to really advocate for them, that they ain't taking no shorts that they spent the money already. So they can come to us and know that they got a friend in the bank group. But to go back to the wellness plan, part of the, of the, 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 the inclusive component is this. You as the client get to decide what coverages you want for you and your family because based on what's important to you, your wife, and your daughters. That changes the directive from being having to uh, go to open enrollment, and they say, well, this is, Romeo, Mr. Wiley, this is what you have for Aetna or, or, or Blue Cross Blue Shield under your plan, um, and you paid us. That's what y'all used to as a person doing it. Well, now you sit down and talk with Pernetta, and you enter, and you, you tell her, well, look, doc, this is what I want. I want to do this, 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 and this. These are the services we want. Bam. Now, part of that also includes an initial baseline physical to give you to establish a baseline for them, and it also includes medical I mean, televisits and virtual visits. So let's say you were already part of the bank group as a patient. This whole coronavirus thing, you already covered. You don't have to pay anything extra. That 140, you already taken care of because you already paying that as part of your monthly service. Mm. That, that's what we bring to the, to the purpose and to the truck and hustle family. Um, me being a trucker, I see the, the, I see the cost of, of being obese. I see the cost of high blood pressure, of chronic uh, illness, of kidney failure, because of, of losing eyesight. Drivers who, you know, because lack of exercise, lack of mobility, a lot of downtime, so forth and so on. So for me, it's a personal stake because I'm in this business. And, and, and you an advocate, and I appreciate and applaud you for giving us the platform to explain that. Because when you look at people who have a large number of, of, of people on of followers, for example, you know, like Kiara, uh, Bella Sloan, uh, Alice Good Energy, they, uh, um, Metro Dispatch, um, Innovative Solutions, they need to know that, that now they have a, med a medical component that they can refer to their, not only their staff, but they can also refer to the new people that they bring on that can actually give them the option to choose quality healthcare and it's at a nominal price. So if you're building a trucking company, and most trucking companies have between one and 10 trucks. Now you can offer your employees and your staff a real benefit. So now we come, we, now we talk about employee retention capacity. So now you can retain the people because your people know now, hey man, I get sick, I can call the bank group, I can get on the horn, I can get on my tablet, on my smartphone when I take my 30 minute break, and I can see the doctor. 
and I have my, my high blood pressure pills sent, whatever, or I can schedule. If I'm coming through Columbia, I need an in-person visit, whoop the woo, and come and see them. So it, it gives everybody the flexibility to be able to know that they have something as opposed to riding out your butt decade. Because when you don't have anything, you know, you just ride, you just willy-nilly. Right. We, we give you the opportunity to design your own health care. Let me ask you a question. When last time you sit down with your doctor and put your health care plan together? Never. <laughs> okay. That's, this, this is a Never. trucking hustle. This is a trucking hustle exclusive. Okay. And, uh, and, and I don't know how my wife going to feel about this, but, but I got a surprise for you. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. For the trucking hustle family, for everybody that comes aboard, we're going to give y'all a 20% discount. You hashtag trucking hustle. Um, on your initial visit. So whether it's a, a virtual visit, an in-person visit, medical marijuana visit, and the cost of services vary, but you get the 20% discount. You just have to hashtag truck and hustle. When you put the, and see when they go to the site, they'll see what I'm talking about. When you go to the site and register, put your information in and your email in, there's a comment section. So tell them to put the uh, hashtag truck and hustle in the comments. And that's for you, Ramel. There we uh, go. There we thank, go. As a thank you, man. Uh, we, we appreciate that. You. For sure, yeah, for man. sure. Wow. All right. So um, you, you just said a lot. And I mean, I, I, I'm just trying to digest everything you're saying, because what, what you guys are doing is really dope. Um, OK, so basically um, you're saying whether you're insured or uninsured, it doesn't really make a difference. Um, you can put together your own a la carte um, set of, of basically services that 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 are specific to your needs as a family um, through the bank group. And this is something that you, you would pay for on a monthly basis to um, have you guys kind of monitor on a, in an ongoing way. Like, is that, is that what you're saying exactly? This is for the uninsured. If you got insurance, we already, you know, we'll look at, these are for people who are uninsured who have no coverage. Okay. Uninsured. Okay? And, okay. They, and they need, and they need, they need some, they need insurance. So we, we are no different than Blue Cross Blue Shield. The difference is you actually know the physician. And the, and the practice is that you're dealing with it's, as opposed to you just saying, well, I'm going to go over here and see if they take my coverage. Whatever. No, we, you, the, the book stops here. Okay. We, we, you pay, you pay the plan with us. You get the service with us. Gotcha. That's the advantage. That's the advantage. You, you actually know the person and you build a relationship with the, with the, with the provider because that's the provider that you're paying. Gotcha. So it's a provider cover. And it, what's crazy is we offered this since I got you on the platform. We offered this to the politicians. Ain't nobody call us back. Mm. Real talk. They on TV talking about affordable health care. I called the congressman, U.S. senator, and the damn mayor and offered it to them, and then nobody returned. So I don't understand the game they're playing with people because we got it. We got the, we got the, we got the telemedicine, the technology platform, and we, got, and we control the insurance. So you mean to tell me if you got a medical practice, that has the capacity to put people in a insured uh, uh, component and they can interact with the people and they made it affordable. And you mean to tell me you're not ringing my phone? Hell, I pay the phone bill every month. <laughs> right. So, so, so I'm just saying for people who want to keep it 100, I'm 100 with this thing. We, you know, people need to understand that we not, we're not out here willy nilly. You know, we, we really uh, want this, want this to be, a accessible piece of of medicine that they can feel comfortable enough saying, you know what, I can relate to them. 
they really, they really, they really, and yeah, yeah, we got the medical cannabis for people that's going to call in, but don't call in unless you have a chronic illness that is condition specific because Panetta not going, we, we ain't out here playing no games with that. That's, that's, that's for people who hurt, who need that needed services. We provide these services for people who need what they need. And if you don't have anything, we can help you. If you got something, like I say, we take HSA, we take Visa, MasterCard, American Express, but we making it so people who don't have coverage or have very little coverage or have a high deductible have an advocate that can treat them. And especially mm-hmm. with guys in the trucking business or women in the trucking business, y'all, we need, y'all need an advocate and we got the services. So that's what it is. Okay. Okay. Dope. All right. So Prunetta, let's talk about coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> let, let, let's talk about the uh, the the you know what, what's going on right now um, the, in 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 our country in other countries and in, in the world globally. Um, coronavirus. What is coronavirus? Um, let's let's start there. What is coronavirus? Well, when you think about the this virus, it's actually it was. I want to say in 2009, they actually um, had eradicated um, or. I, we thought went away. Um, coronavirus has been around for um, for a while now, as far as in the past. People think that this coronavirus is something that's so new, you know, that, oh, it's only been over in the, way over in the Asian countries, which that's where it, it did originate um, over in, um, in China. But the thing is, you know, this is a virus, so it can be spread um, by, you know, contact, um, whether it's contact and touching or sneezing. Normally this virus, if you want to relate it almost similar to like where people normally have for like a, um, the flu, you know, you can have like a cold and just like any other virus, you know, it's spread by droplets, you know, it's spread by, um, um, being in contact with, um, individuals. So, same thing with coronavirus. The thing is, the difference is the coronavirus at this point is just is something where it's it's going around on a um on a uh, a bigger scale versus the flu and all these other additional things, and it is a little harder to um to eradicate or stop because normally when you hear about the flu, you know people get the flu, things go, you know things happen. But it just seems like, you know, with this coronavirus, people are more aware of it because it started from one section and now it's spread into other locations. So it is a virus. I mean, that's the, that's the main thing that, you know, people just have to realize that it's, it's something that people can actually um, um, have, whether you're, um, you're not, your immune system is not messed up and, and you're healthy. Here you can wind up, you know, surviving and not having any kind of issues the people that are actually having the issues are the ones that have a weak immune system. Like for example, you know, someone that has cancer on and they're going through chemotherapy and they're, you know, their body is just trying to fight all kinds of different things. Um, your elderly patients, you know, ones that are like frail, you know, um, even some of your young children, you know, they, their immune system is not the strongest, like, you know, a regular healthy adult. So um, those are the ones that normally have the, the issues with being affected or that have a difficult t- time trying to fight off this coronavirus. You even hear of some people that have already have like some respiratory issues like your asthma patients or um, patients that 
normally have like COPD or emphysema. Those to me are still patients that have a weak immune system. It's not really a weak, weak spot in regards to them not being able to fight off things, but however, they already have a respiratory issue, you know, a breathing issue. Um, so the major thing that people need to realize is how to either prevent, how to take care of themselves and what to do if it seems like it's getting worse. Um, and that's, that's the main reason for educating people in regards to coronavirus. So your virus is just like any other virus. Oh, I, I, let me, let me back up. Your coronavirus is, um, something, of course, I should say happens where you wind up, um, getting the virus and it may take a week before you actually start seeing symptoms. Okay. The difference between the flu if you notice, people say, oh, I, I was around, you know, John, and he had the flu on Tuesday. Man, by, by Wednesday or Thursday, you got the flu. You know, you're seeing the symptoms. You, you were not sick at all before, and it hits you like a, a ton of bricks and puts you down. Mm. Um, and it doesn't matter whether you're healthy, immune system is good, you know, you can still wind up getting the flu, get sick, and, you know, kind of be out. But it, it lasts, it goes away, and you're done. Same thing with the, um, with the coronavirus, you know, you can wind up coming in contact with someone that has it, but it may be a week or so before you wind up seeing some symptoms. If your immune system is strong, you may not even, you know, have any issues. You may, you know, may just kind of, your body just may fight it off a little bit and, you know, you're just seeing maybe the sniffles or, you know, a little fatigue um, or having it where, you know, you have like a simple cold or something or a cough but where it affects other people is when they start having like immediate shortness of breath and it's unexplained like don't know why i'm so short of breath i'm wheezing is is no reason i don't have asthma i don't have all these other things uh, i'm running this high fever and you know normally you know as a kid you may have ran a fever of 101 when you start running high fevers like i see patients come in and they're like 104 you know that's not normal you know right. especially especially it's worse when it's older and older um patients as well and then you may also have some patients that run a fever and then you may have some that don't have a fever they may not they may not even have that symptom they have you know i've just been feeling so weak and fatigued it's been going on for about a you know for about a week now or five days or you know you start paying attention to all those different signs and symptoms especially if it, if now that you know we test them and their flu is negative or we test them and um we do a respiratory panel and all that is negative and it's like okay well you know why else are you having these issues so then we wind up testing them further to see if they have the coronavirus so now that we see that the coronavirus has been spread it <laughs> i mean like like wildfire um now is on a different level because of course people have gotten sick and don't know that they have this coronavirus. What can you do? Wash your hands. You, you know, you hear this all the time, washing your hands about 20, for, uh, 20 seconds or so or saying the happy birthday song or something, <laughs> making sure you're not touching your face and eyes and scratching and, you know, putting your hands in your mouth and all those different things. Nowadays, you know, people, you know, you try to shake people's hands, you know, you want to just do a fist pump or, you know, a little elbow here or whatever, but just making sure you have something to clean your hands whenever you're coming in contact with like doorknobs and um, someone, if someone's around you that's sick, hey, just be careful because you just never know, you know, but 
um, you can be the person that, like, it, you may wind up getting it. And you can be the person that actually give it to someone else, but you never get sick, the other person does. So that coronavirus is a little different than, you know, what people are, are um, expecting, like, you know, as the flu. But of course, people are so scared. And I think the reason why they're so scared is because they're not educated about it. Right. Um, you know, you see these people wearing masks and everything. I would just say you don't have to wear a mask unless you're the person that's infected. Mm. Okay. Um, normally we tell you to wear it so you won't infect someone else. Um, now, of course, people that have like a weak immune system, like for example, my mom has stage four cancer. So I definitely don't want to bring anything home to her. But normally, you know, you want to just be careful when dealing with um, like large crowds. Um, if you are a person that has a weak immune system, again, I'm going to go back to that again. If you're a person that, you know, um, a frail individual, which is normally like your elderly, if you're someone that's um, like young children that, that um, go around certain areas that can that get sick real quickly, those are people that you really want to be careful about going in the large crowds. Now, for people that have like a strong immune system, it's a, you know, it's a little different, um, not saying that they can't be affected by it, but Normally, if you are a person that's pretty strong, your immune system is not as weak as others, um, being in a large crowd may not affect you as much. The major thing that we're going to tell people is to wash your hands, don't touch your face, don't put your hands in your mouth, those kind of things. And we are now at this point um, expressing people, don't, don't come to the doctor's office if you don't have to. Use telemedicine. <laughs> go online and use, you know, you can go online and get educated to find out exactly, hey, do you think I have it? You know, do I need to be tested? Um, we can kind of walk you through and tell you exactly, yes, you need to come in and come into the emergency department or, or come in to have a, uh, a virtual visit with us and we can test, I mean, an a in-office visit and we can test you for the coronavirus if you kind of fall under certain criteria. So normally DHEC has put out, um, or, or the CDC has put out like, you know, information in regards to being able to educate people so they'll know what to do. If you're sick, stay home. If you think that you may have, just like, just like the flu, what do you do for the flu? Normally you stay in your room and you try not to get around people because you think you have the flu. Or if you're tested with the flu, you try not to go around anyone. Same exact thing. But the difference is with the coronavirus, you have to be quarantined a little longer than, you know, the flu you kind of get rid of in like three to four days. This virus is staying around a little longer. And it, and sometimes if it's already like certain things showing up in your, in your lungs, it can get a little more sicker than someone else. You, you know, it can turn into something more of like a viral um, pneumonia or, you know, have a, a issue where you start having some, um, some real problems, wind up intubated, you know? Um, so, it can get serious and same thing with you know other things it can it can cause a lot of respiratory issues so the major thing is like i said starting off at the beginning just making sure you wash your hands just making sure you you know you um if you're sick or if you're a person with a weak immune system you know just kind of prevent yourself from being around large crowds or areas where you think that you can possibly get sick I don't know, hopefully this kind of answered some questions. I don't know, some, some, some patients or people still, you know, get nervous because they, they say, okay, well, it's been in this area and I, I think I may have it because I have, you know, X, Y, and Z. 
but then they don't have certain symptoms, you know. So the major thing is just just asking those questions or asking your health professional whether or not if they think that you're somebody that should be, you know, quarantined from someone. Got you, got you. Fitzgerald, is is the coronavirus is the coronavirus hype? What do you think about it as a threat to humanity? Well, first let me address this marketing opportunity. My wife is a very good and astute practitioner. First thing she should have said when she said, see your health provider, see me at, at the band group. That's why we're here. We're here to get the people, the, uh, the Truck and Hustle family to contact us. She, she's the expert. So she needs to say, it. I mean, she, her humility won't allow her to say, it. So I'm saying it. Y'all need to call us at, at www.dathebhangroup.com and we'll alleviate questions and put y'all in the right direction now. To, get, to answer your question directly, I believe that, just like I made a video yesterday showing the Lysol can, and that the rotovirus is on one side, and H1N1, which is the swine flu, is on the other side. In between there is the SARS coronavirus. And just like my wife alluded to, it's been here. This is just a different derivative. But the problem I have with the news media is that they have extrapolated these numbers and, and multiplied them out to fictitious um, levels to scare the hell out of people who don't know no better. And so what we want to do is we want to correct this nonsense by being on, on the show today and let people know, yes, you should be careful. Yeah, you need, you know, sanitize your, your non-poor services. I mean, surfaces um, using bleaching water and eucalyptus or you spray, um, you know, Lysol on there and let it sit for three minutes and, and, and sanitize. But the same, basically the same protocol you would follow, follow with the flu, you're going to follow with coronavirus. It's just that the, corona, the coronavirus has an extended period of time for, for lasting. But here's the, here's the thing. Congress has approved $8.3, $8.7 billion to create uh, research and vaccines. But none of that money has been earmarked for family care practice, family practice physicians. We're on the front line. We, we're the ones seeing... My wife, the one they seeing the people, and none of that money has been earmarked for family practice. We carry this technology on our back. You, you ask me, do I think it's a hoax? Um, the answer to the question is, I think that no, it's not a hoax. But they have taken advantage of the fear factor and their fear mongering to an excessive degree to uh, create a panic situation where and actually facts over fear is what needs to be given, which is the reason why we want to make sure people in the truck and hustle family have an educated understanding of the difference between uh, what they're hearing and seeing on the news and the agenda that's being you know, pushed forward. If you have the flu symptoms and you have unrecognizable symptoms at, in addition to the flu, and my wife alluded to, then you may have you know, some coronavirus symptoms, but that don't mean that you have the coronavirus. Just take the same precautions you would take in your house, in your vehicle, or with the flu. You don't touch people when you got the flu, same thing. You wash your hands, you sanitize your kitchen sink, your kitchen countertops, your bathroom, you make sure your kids stay clean. You don't rub your eyes, same thing. So for us in the trucking business, you know, we interact with a lot of people. So for me, I keep my Lysol handy right here. It's like I had in the video. So, um, the other thing is this, we need to understand that what is the agenda that these politicians are putting forth 
with this whole fear mongering surrounding the coronavirus? Is it is it a distraction from the electorate uh, because of the presidential election? Or what is the motive? What is the motive behind this virus all of a sudden? Because in 2016, we had an issue. In 2012, it was Ebola. So what is the issue? Every election cycle, we have we have a major pandemic. And all of a sudden, it dissipates after a period of time. So this will dissipate too. Now, my thing is, where that $8.3 billion going? Because like I said, none of that has been earmarked for us on the family practice side. We carry this market on our back to make sure that the general public have access to quality health care ourselves. And that's a that's a good thing. Um, but the problem I have is that all the money that's being created is not helping the general public. It's only helping major corporations and people develop a vaccine that they don't have technology. They don't even have an idea how to develop it. Right, right, right. So it's kind of like, you know, they're putting the cart before the horse, but you know, what, 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 what do we expect? Um, all right. So, um, Prunetta, um, like Fitz said, you know, you are on the front line, um, day to day. Um, talk to me a little bit, a little bit about, you know, your experience being on the front line. Um, you know, the different, the, the stories, talk to me a little bit about the stories, um, that you experience, um, doing what you do as a nurse practitioner. Um, certainly it's, it's many different things that I can wind up expressing to people like, you know, people experiences in regards to, you know, that people can relate to like, yeah. as far as women the weight loss. Like I, like I was saying, I had a young lady that, um, my sister actually, she, um, they wanted to do knee surgery on her. And I was just like, you know, let me work with you. Let me, you know, let me, um, let me get with you. Give me, give me about 90 days and let me see if I can kind of help you. So within, I mean, literally she was hobbling. That's how she was walking. Mm. It's been seven, when she came back to me seven weeks, which I see her every week, matter of fact, I see her again tomorrow. But the whole thing that I told her, I said, you don't need knee surgery. You need to lose weight. Mm, right, right. She's lost tw um, 22 pounds. She's walking with no problems, no limps, no nothing. Her weight went from, what was it, 212 to now 189, I think it is, or one, uh, 190. Okay. She was like, I don't need, I, I can walk. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, certain things that, you know, people you know, think it's, it's not obtainable to be able to, you know, see the results. But sometimes if you just have that person that work with you, because I've been in doctor's offices where the doctor just tell you that you're fat and you need to lose weight. Right, right, right. right. A woman, just, you know, that's a discouragement. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. You know, um, you tell someone they, they just need to lose weight. Your, your pain is just, and, and it's true. The pain is coming from the fact that they need to lose weight. But sometimes you put that in someone's mind. And it's, I mean, it's like a, a, a ego thing. It's like, you know, it's kind of hard to, to say, okay, well, what you going to do about it? You know, right. most of the time the, the doctor be like, okay, let me just send you to physical therapy and go on from there. Right. You know, instead of just saying, well, hey, but see, that's the difference. Like I said, that's the difference in regards to how, I like my services. I like to be able to take the time to spend with that person. I like to take the time to be able to say, but look, if we do this, this, and this, how about we do this together? I'll even go for a walk with you if you need to. You know, I'll call me up, call me up on the phone. I have people, matter of fact, I have another patient that's out in, um, in uh, Virginia. And so she was like, you know, um, I want to lose weight, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I was like, okay, well, let me just tell you, I'm a little different. I said, because the major thing about us is this is concierge service, you know? So she was at, at work. She was using her phone. 
seeing me virtually and we just had a conversation. She was like, oh my gosh, I've never had anyone like sit on the phone with me, kind of, you know, go walk me through everything. I wanted to make sure that, you know, I knew, um, hey, call me up. If you having some downtime, you know, you feeling down, you don't, you know, you don't know what to eat or, or you having trouble or just discouraged or whatever, call me up. I'm here for you. Right. So that's the difference in regards to like, like the services, you know what I mean? Like that's the difference when I'm trying to get people to see that everything is, doesn't have to be rush, rush. And even if we are rush, rush, the whole point is you got somebody in your corner. Got A lot you. of times people do so much better. I have people come in with blood pressures and the top numbers in the two hundreds. Normally, you know, or I shouldn't say two. Yeah. I have somebody, uh, matter of fact, my, my first patient, his blood pressure was like 230 something over like a hundred and, um, I forgot what it was like a hundred and, 10 or something like that. And I was like, this is stroke pressure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, I needed to get you out of my office and you need to go somewhere. Right. But the whole, the whole issue was he didn't have insurance, you know? And it was like, he was like, you know, I, I went to so many different people. They won't see me because I, you know, I don't have insurance. I can't afford to go to urgent care. It's too much money. So that those kind of stories to me, you know, is what keep me going. You know, gotcha. it, it, it allows for me to be able to see, okay, let me do this. I want you to go home. I want you to relax. I want you to just do this, this, this for, you know, these next couple of days. And I'm calling you. I'm calling you, texting me. I want to know how you're doing, you know, that, that morning you wake up. Let me know your blood pressure. Right. Let me know about X, Y, and Z. And he was like, man, you you almost like a mama. It was like, <laughs> uh, it was like a couple of days later. He was like, um, his blood pressure was better. It had balanced out. He was fine. Um, and I mean, you know, he wound up calling me like, hey, you know, I've never had any kind of service like that. Mm -hmm. Then it was, and that's why I said the major thing is being able to tell those stories. Right. Telling those stories because those are people's experiences. And it's not, it's not mine. I mean, right. these are, you know, people that's telling me like, hey, you know, you're the only person. And I had this, um, um, I remember this, um, this guy, now this was crazy. I, I went in and the guy, his wife was sitting here and his ex-wife was sitting on the other side. And I was like, <laughs> I didn't know who to look at. I was like, I'm just going to look at him. I'm right. not going to do anything else. I'm just going to look straight at him because I don't know who she was saying. He needs to do this, this, and this. His other, the the ex-wife was saying he needs to do this, this, and this. He finally just told the ex-wife, you need to, just need to be quiet. I'm like, what the heck? I'm like, look, I'm going to focus on I'm going to focus on what I'm here for. Right. So I took my time out with him. And this was the a man that didn't look like me. Okay. And he mm -hmm. was pretty well established. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was like, you know, sir, you know, if it's any more questions, I had finished with his, you know, assessment and, um, you know, told him what my plan was and if he had any questions and he was just like, no. And I was like, well, sir, you know, you, you, you have a nice day. Well, he's like, uh, uh, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I have to say you were the only person or he said as many doctors I've seen, you have taken so much time out with me. Like literally, like you listened to what I had to say, what was going on with me. You took the time out. I get that all the time. Mm. Most of the time, that's, that's my whole thing about me in this service. It's not just, let me, let me get you in. Let me get your dollar. Right. Get you on out. Right. It's more about, that's the way the patient uh, will actually get better. If they feel like the person is on their side, if they're saying, okay, you know, you're, you're with me, I'm with you. Listen, right. we, can, we can do this together. I want you calling me. I want you out. You can text me. So I have people text me, hey, my blood pressure is X, Y, and Z. I'm doing a lot better. Or, you know, hey, my, 
you know, my weight is down to this, this, and this. So I encourage a lot of, a lot of women. I see a lot of women in our, in our weight management program. Of course, you know, it's men that's like, hey, you got a weight management program? Well, what, what can I do? You know, how can I wind up getting this service? You know, of course, we explain to them, like, you know, we do the cavitation, which helps to um, break down the fat help to break down the A1C. So then people's A1C is not way up here. And A1C is like a, um, for diabetes. Okay. So being able to get that A1C down, that helps people to lose weight. When your A1C and your blood sugars are going like this, that's what keeps people in the point of actually gaining weight and can't lose it. Gotcha. So I had one lady that um, came in she was like, I can't, I cannot get my A1C down. Actually, I had two. Can I get my A1C down? Um, this young lady, we started with her at the first beginning of the month. By the end of the month, her A1C went down two points, which allowed for when she went back to her doctor, <laughs> she went back to her doctor and he was just like, um, um, I can get you off of this medication. She was on like insulin and all this other stuff. And they were like, we can just put you just on metformin. Normally metformin is good because it protects the kidneys. It, it doesn't allow your blood sugars to go up and down. It actually keeps a, you know, um, low key. And, um, she was, she said, she looked at them and was like, what, what were you talking about? They was like, your A1C is normal. Mm. Like it was back down to being normal only because of the fact we had her on the weight management program. We were doing a cavitation, like I told you, that breaks down the fat in the uh, major in the stomach areas and also doing like the liposuction, ultrasound. Everything is non-surgical. Okay. Yeah, it's like non-surgical treatments. So um, her A1C was better. The other guy I had was a guy that I put on medical marijuana. He was like, oh, I, never, I, I can't sleep. I got chronic pain. You know, I got this, that, and the other. Um, I, my blood sugars are always 200 and he was a, he was a type one diabetic, type one diabetic. They don't make insulin. So it's like, they always are going to be like, you know, giving themselves insulin injections. I, I got a text from him. Cause I was like, you know, I always wanted to make sure, you know, and he's in Kentucky, okay, Tennessee, Tennessee, Tennessee. I told you, I see people all over the place, all over the place. Right. Uh, yeah. So this guy was in, um, Tennessee. And he was like, you know, um, I said, well, you know, how's the medicine or whatever, you know, how, how's everything going, you know, whatever. And he was like, oh my gosh. He was like, I, I, I couldn't take that medicine during the, during the day. He come out, I was ready to, um, uh, I felt like I had a couple of drinks. I was like, okay. <laughs> he was like, he had to balance it out or whatever. Right. And then um, he was like, but I figured out, you know, what I need to do at night. Cause normally that's what we try to do. We try to balance it out to see what works for the patient. So then they can kind of adjust their, their medical marijuana. Mm. And, um, he was like, okay. So I started, he said, he started noticing all he needed was like five milligrams at night and put him to sleep. I was like, okay, that's good. Then I got a text and I was like, you know, just checking on him. He was like, Oh my gosh. He was like, my, my blood sugar, my blood sugars, every morning lately have been a hundred, which a normal blood sugar is like 70 to 120. And we're okay. talking about a person that doesn't make insulin. Medical marijuana, I can go I can go into detail about medical marijuana. Go ahead, that's go whole, ahead. So, talk whole, about it. I'm, I'm, whole, whole nother story when you start <laughs> talking about the medical marijuana, because they do it. I mean, you're talking about here's relieving pain. You're talking about people that have appetite issues, you know, that's not really eating. To, um, in order to gain weight, we call that um, people that wind up, you know, having, you know, cancer, being able to have, you know, we have some people that have like 
poor neuropathy, which is like more people that have diabetes and they have all this pain, and, like nerve pain. Anytime you're dealing with medical marijuana or um, it's going to help for any kind of nerve issues because, of course, it works on the nervous system. Okay. So when I say the um, people that are on like drugs, and when I say drugs, I'm not just saying like, you know, cocaine or heroin and those, those different things. Right. I'm relating to people that have, you know, been on medication. Like I, I have one guy that was on medication, um, uh, Percocets. You know, everybody like they, they're Percocets. You know, that's like a, a we always consider it as a major, major narcotic. I mean, right. people are like overdosing on this stuff like, like candy. You know, yeah. we did, matter of fact, we just had a person that came in overdose, uh, a heroin overdose. Mm. Heroin. Wow. Heroin, young, young. These are young people now, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the the guy, he was on Percocets, and um, I was like, look, you know, I can help you try to get off of this medication. But, you know, of course, it got to be something that the person wants to do. Because some people just love that high. Right. And that's the difference. Either you just love the high or you really want to get off your, your medication because it is something that can actually get you off of these continuous chronic pain medications and get you on something where you can just kind of reduce down. Cause I, I have patients that's on so much medication. It don't make any sense. It almost, <laughs> you're trying to figure out how, where you walking around. Right. Next right. Right. Level, I mean, you, um, then you have people that get narcotics and they're taking them, you know, more often than they're supposed to. But like I said, the guy, he wanted to get off of his, um, pain medication at least that's what i was told but <laughs> that was a whole nother story it really wasn't you know i don't think he really wanted to get off of it he wanted another prescription right but the whole point was i can only help you if you want to help yourself medical marijuana is something that is um you know something is something that you can wind up using for a benefit in so many ways dealing with blood pressure diabetes you know your chronic pain issues down to, um, you know, um, just more like sleep, just relaxing, you know, cause I mean, you could take it in all different types of ways. It's just on how we dose it, right? you know, in order to try to either get it to a point where you need, you know, stimulation during the day and relaxation at night, we can wind up tweaking it, you know, to kind of change the THC and everything and all those different things. But so I think being able to talk to many different people and relating to them, um, whether it's dealing with medical cannabis, because a lot of people, you know, the, the stigma is it was such a bad drug. Right. You know, um, you, you, why are we using it? Why do we have this? But where, where, where do we get, where do we get the marijuana from? Where, where does marijuana come from? The ground. Right. It's grown. So, I mean, it's, it's something that's natural, but, you know, I think it's more of how society have made it where it's, so it's illegal, you know, it's, it's still a drug, it's, you know, it's not good for you, but then we see all these benefits, right. all the science background, you know, of course, they're still working on it. It's, it's been well tested and developed more in like, like I should say California, like I said, I'll, you know, I love me some California now. <laughs> <laughs> when you come to the South, it's a little different, a little slower, you know, right. saying, a little slower pace. Hmm. So I mean, like all those all those states on the east coast and then it, and then it stops north carolina south carolina georgia and then right. we go to florida florida has it right 
Right, right. So the the majority of the people who enroll with you guys are they are they enrolling for the for the medical medical marijuana purposes or like what do you got what do you what are you seeing? Well, actually, you know, I'm I'm almost seeing a balance. Like you know, um, because I get people that want, um, like the um, I, at first I started off with people are like, oh, I you know that same thought. My blood pressure is high because I can't get my blood pressure pills. Okay. Why? And why? Because my doctor says I need to, you know, um, come in and get some labs drawn and, you know, get, um, get, make an appointment. But their appointments are six months or three months out when the person's out of their medicine. Mm. So I'm, I was getting a lot of people that were like, hey, you know, I heard that you can, you can get me my medicine and I can send them. Um, hey, go here, go get your labs done on your time when you get off of work. This place is open, go ahead and get your labs done. Um, so it started becoming like where I was getting a lot of patients where the high blood pressure, they just really needed their, their blood pressure medication just to keep them from out of the hospital. Okay. Then I started, then it was like, um, oh, you do medical marijuana. So they'll tell a friend and tell a friend that tells a friend. And then I was starting to get people that were having issues with sleeping or, you know, um, you know, I, I just need to relax or I'm trying to not smoke and I want to be able to do, you know, something alternative or I want to get off of this medication or I want to be able to, you know, um, get off of this pain medicine. So I started getting a lot of those patients. Mm. They started coming. And then I started getting the weight loss. Now, of course, it's January. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, people always think about that weight thing right at January first. Right, right, so we, right, right at January. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. So we wound up, um, you know, really hyping up, making sure people were aware that we had the wellness center and that we were able to help people with their weight management, with um, doing a plan. You know, we have a plan where people can come in and um, it's a service plan. They're able to see us, like, every, we want to see them every week. So it's normally a 90 day plan and people follow it with, you know, no problem because of course we're interacting with them. You know, they come in, they get the cap, the cavitation, like I said, everything is like non-surgical. So they do the cavitation, which is um, breaking down the fat. So when you start having all of these love handles, you know, people getting all these BBLs and all these different surgical procedures, some people right. can't afford that, but the right. other alternative is um, um, the cavitation the um, uh, ultrasonic fat freezing, we can actually help to, um, to break down the fat and make you excrete it in other ways. What, but, what, yeah, um, could you explain the cavitation? What, what, what's the process of that? How does that work? So, all right, so cavitation is more where um, you're using ultrasonic, um, or actually with the cavitation is more heat. Okay. Um, we're, we're basically melting the fat. Okay. So you, um, we're, we're moving the fat around, but at the same time, we're loosening it up. So once we loosen the fat up from, from the, the tissue, cause it's also tightening up your skin, then eventually what happens is that that fat starts to kind of break down. Once it starts to break down, then it starts to find ways in order to excrete it, to pull it away from your, your um, tissue. Okay. So you we have people drink a lot, lot of water. And once you start um, doing the cavitation on a um, regular basis, because you have to have several series of the cavitation to, in order to help break down this fat. But normally people lose two to three inches off their, off their waist within a matter of two or three weeks. So as you're losing this weight, you're, of course, like I said, you're screening it in other ways, if you right. know what I mean. Right, right. 
Um, and then what we do is in the second week, we do the fat freezing. So where we actually, once we're trying to break up the fat, we freeze the fat so then it won't come back. So then you can also excrete it again. Um, and the next um, part is the ultrasonic um, liposuction. Okay. So instead of, instead of having the surgical part of someone going in and actually doing the surgery, we do the liposuction where we actually start to suck out some of the fat and it's excreted as well. But all of it is, is a, uh, a process because basically fat is like stubborn. You know, it's lazy. Right. It's just like sitting there. For some reason, you know, those love handles that you can't get rid of. And it's just <laughs> like sitting there. So normally, you know, we work with those and um, help to break that down. Because, of course, like I told you, when you start having all that belly fat and you see that all on television, you know, you hear about all this belly fat that's where you start seeing people start to have high blood pressure, diabetes, or their blood sugar's out of control, mm. um, heart attack. Your, of course, your stroke comes with other additional things from high blood pressure and some other things. But the major, major two is um, um, where you're holding all that fat, you're causing more health issues. So if we can get that fat release and fat down, we can help you with your diabetes, we can help you with your blood pressure. And then, of course, we also offer um, the tablets that help to control your diet. Those tablets will help for you to be able to do, um, you know, manage how you're eating. And then we also teach you, you know, different meal plans in regards to like, you know, what's the best type of foods to eat? Um, what, are, what are some of the things that you want to kind of incorporate in your, in your diet? And then we incorporate the vitamins as well, because all your, all your essential vitamins, people are away from that. I mean, it's like no one eats healthy no, no more. You know right. I mean? It's like everything is fast. Right. I mean, you know, everything's fast. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we give you all the vitamins that you need that goes along with the supplements, because of course, when you start getting rid of all the fat and we're actually, you know, um, breaking down a lot of the, um, water kind of like that's in your system. That's why we have you drink a lot of water. Um, you can get dehydrated. So we, we replace it with you drinking the water, your vitamins, and then also um, uh, making sure you have a, a healthier diet. Got you. So this the results that, 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 are awesome. That, 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 so this is all a part of like the weight loss management program that you guys offer? Yes, so, with the bank group. So, so you got, so you would actually come in office to do that, to do that, um, mm -hmm. That procedure yeah but we can also come to your home oh really it is it it's a way where we can actually um have it where you know if you set that up where you want someone to come out to you our machines are portable mm. so normally um uh, what i've been introducing to some people have a have a party have a have a get together where you can wind up educating other people about you know how people can get healthier and um losing weight at the same time and who, who doesn't like a party? Right, 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 for I'm sure. Just saying, you know, I'm just <laughs> for saying, sure. Who doesn't like a party? For you know, sure. you wind up having a party, but at the same time, you're getting educated, you know, and that's where that part that I talk, talk about, you know, being able to educate a friend. Right. You know, being able to help someone else and preventative, preventative medicine, medicine is the key. People don't, people think about everything else. Oh, I'm in the hospital, but why are you in the hospital? Well, my blood pressure is this, that, and the other. Well, if you would have did preventative medicine, which is more so making sure someone's following up with your blood pressure, making sure someone's checking your labs, make sure your kidney function is good. Right. 
you won't have any you won't have those issues right it's like changing the oil right 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 for sure so so like if you wanted to like like you explained earlier when you set up the uh the package that you want monthly mm -hmm. so that would be like one of the things you choose or would that be like one package itself like for That's the weight, one, weight loss management yeah that weight loss management is one package so normally um like I said, it's a 90, it's a 90 day package. So we break it up. You can use your HSA card, you know, um, your flex spending, of course, credit card, you know, cash, but we, we break it up so you can afford it, you know, to be able to, um, to do it. I, I know Fitz always says, um, break it up to tell people how much it is per, what do you say? Every paycheck. I forgot how he, how he, you know, he's all, he's the salesperson. He probably can tell you exactly. Uh, he probably can tell you exactly what, how, how to break it up. But normally I always tell people. Huh? What, what were you saying, Fitz? Reduce it down to the ridiculous. Make it a daily cost. For example, if you have a, a uh, increased payment, let's say, let's say the payment is, is 150 a month. So you do a, you do a, you do a dollar, we call it a dollar down, do a dollar down. So 150 a month, you break it down to 31 days. And you say for, you know, essentially um, for $10 a day, um, you can have this process or product. I mean, and most people realize that, you know, $10 a day is not going to hurt me uh, or $5 a day is not going to hurt me to do this. So would, would you mind, you know, you so I, I tell for that, look, you, you tell them, you know, ask them, look, with $25 a day to save your life um, and help improve your health, be too much and most people and most people were like nah okay well that's what we do that's what we do we we, we making it where for 25 dollars a day you essentially can reduce the weight improve the health um chronic health issues that you have and it's all done non-surgical mm. got you got you that makes sense that makes yeah. sense so so is um how are you guys doing with enrollment now like how, how's the how's the business doing it's going pretty good I always say pretty good. Just always say, look, it always can be better, which of course it always can be better. For sure. My, my whole thing is, you know, um, each time it's always been where you have one person or we started off at zero. Like I told you, when I first had my first patient, I was like, is it real? Women, yeah, right, is right, it? right, right, right. You actually, we actually have a patient? Okay. Like, Wait a minute, you sure this is real? You know, that they're calling you on the phone. Maybe you should talk to them, but I don't know if I need to talk to them. Right, right, but, right it just started like trickling, you know, and then it was like a little trickle, like a drip from a faucet. And then eventually it started being where it was like, okay, it's um, this person. Oh, I got, this, I got several appointments today. I got, you know, a couple appointments here. And then of course, the nice part is um, Fitzgerald was able to get in touch with no grease. Uh, I think it, that took him, I don't know, he probably can tell you six months or so to kind of get all that lined up for us to be able to sit down with them and, um, work with the um, the um, family, the wellness plan that we were talking about, where people that are like bar um, barbers or um, people that's that's in the cosmetology um, area, places where people have small businesses without insurance and they don't have anything to offer. Here they're making they're making the money. They don't think about their health, you know. They right. make the money, but then when it's time for them to get sick, like how you said urgent care services, the ER, and then all that money that they made, you know, they, they wind up getting this large bill at the end. Yeah. So it was nice that he um, was able to get in touch with them because they have um, like several locations. I want to say like seven or something like that. Um, and of course it's, it's barbers, you know, that um, some of them had like insurance, I guess, through their spouse, 
but most most of them don't you know don't have insurance so they need something and that's what Fisher was um referring to in regards to someone you know that is in the industry here you want some type of you want something you know you don't want to have it where you don't have anyone to turn to for care you know and that that was a nice part in regards to us being able to set that up with um with the no grease um so so, so they so they were all so so how, what's the no grease situation talk about that fits with 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 the barber okay so so first of all i want to say the answer to your question what happened with no grease was um I'm a big cigar smoker. Uh, so Jermaine and I met at a cigar lounge in Charlotte and we, we were talking about, you know, the practice and, and um, you know, the barbershop and how we could interact in terms of what could we do together. <clears throat> to know these guys' story, Jermaine and Damien are two are twin brothers who came down from New York and started the barbering uh, business in 1997. And it has um, manifested into a barbering school seven different um, locations between Charlotte, Columbia, and Atlanta. And they are uh, the preeminent um, barbers uh, business in that area. Um, um, but more, most importantly, they believe in investing in us and in other black businesses. And knowing that, um, that we had a quality service with the band group that fit, that would fit the criteria for what, they would have as terms in terms of a servicing provider um based on the level of, of of clientele that they have that they service so it was a good it was that kind of fit so the timeline took so long because one um both they teach jermaine and damien they, they involved with the teaching and the business and just being able to kind of get the 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 the, the, um, the dynamics of having seven locations educated that this is an offering and getting them getting them to say yes you know hey this is something that is beneficial but hearing hearing something beneficial and agreeing to it is two different things right and so that timeline took about seven months as Panetta alluded to but at the beginning of the year as you saw in the video um everybody was sitting around our conference table um is a decision maker and the, the main decision makers uh, were there and it allowed us to have a a namesake that is well respected throughout any industry. Um, the, 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 the No Grease uh, family is well respected, period. So we wanted to have that to introduce the wellness plan in that manner so that people can say, you know, hey, if, if No Grease believe in the program and what they have, it's gotta be. So they they vouch, basically. Mm, gotcha. um, and so for us to, to, to be able to, to catapult or as people say, pivot, um, to the trucking industry um, was the next phase of the wellness plan because the day-to-day -day that I see <clears throat> with the preventative component that Panetta is an advocate of and with me wanting the people to have the affordable option to have quality care in our industry it was only um, propagated by me being able to get in touch with you. And so this is all a collective to allow the people that's in our industry to have access to quality care and technology medicine. So here, this is, here, we, here we are. Got you, got you. So with, with the No Grease um, collaboration, what do they have? All their barbers underneath this wellness, no, wellness plan? Is that, is that what's going on? 
what they what they've done, they they signed up to offer all their barbers the opportunity. Gotcha. Sign up and gave them just like if you 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 say okay, Ramel Watley and Associates, I have switched over from the Blue Cross Blue Shield to the Bang Group Insurance and working with me, this is what I'm offering you mm. uh, as a cover as a coverage option. So we're able to for those who choose to join the plan, these are the these are the coverage options that we have. That's what they've agreed. That's what they've agreed to do. So we were able to provide the barbers that choose to use the services. You use our service. So for me, that was a very uh, big stamp of approval. Um, and I, you know, because you know, having a a, a black business that's well established in that in the entrepreneurship sector, say, hey man, we're gonna rock with you. That was good because you know they could they could have very easily have gotten Aetna or Blue Cross Blue Shield or someone else. Because they are established, but they chose to go with us, and uh, and and the question, if you were to ever reach out to them, they asked during the meeting was, well, how come most doctors don't do this? And and the question, and the answer is this: you have to be willing to forego that money, because you know, if a doctor making three hundred and a half million a million dollars a year, he or she, they not finna for the typical one, they not finna forego that to start a practice to to make it where you can afford to get something. So, right. but when you see the bigger picture. The money becomes less of an issue. You still need some money to survive, but when you can help more people get that, the money comes. The money gonna come. Right. That's well, what. That's what. Go ahead. Why are there so many? Um. Why Why are the costs so exorbitant in healthcare? If you guys are able to do it at such a a a, a lower price, where or where Where's all the other money going? Lobbyists, uh, pharmaceutical companies, the insurance companies all got to get paid so they have to inflate the costs to justify the existence and mm-hmm. what they tend to do is put the pressure on the physicians and the practitioners to ascribe to their set of business philosophies and say well look we're going to charge them this much and since uh for quote unquote let's say everybody wants to talk about what president obama was able to do or do or not do and then, so what the drug companies and the insurance companies said was, okay, yeah, we, we, we want to have universal coverage. Okay, fine. We're just going to make it high sale. We're going to raise the price. And right. then you choose this and, or else. So we took the or else part out and said, the hell with them. We control this. And we got the physicians. Now what? Mm. We, own, we own the business and we own the insurance. So holler at me. That's how we looked at it. Like, man, the hell with y'all. We're going to control everything. We own the practice. And we own the insurance plan. Check, 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 and checkmate. So that's where we are. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. How, how, how difficult is it to get, get get was it to get started? I mean, because I mean, this seems like a huge undertaking. Like just just getting the business started and getting every setting up the network and all that. Like how difficult was it for the business people who are listening? Because I know you know people are interested in business. Like how did you guys even put this thing together? Like could you guys talk a little bit about that? Yeah, Matthew Express and, and, and Chase. <laughs> I mean, hell, I, I hope Herman listening because I needed, I needed him, um, and 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 I already reached out to him, so I don't, you know, what I'm saying, so if you reach out to him offline, it's all good. But um, basically, ain't no, basically, we bootstrapping it. So let me give you the backstory on how this came to be. Yeah. So as as you know, I drive, and my wife and I had sit down, so it literally came down to okay. I'm going to buy me five trucks or I'm going to open this medical practice. So what I did, I got into my room 
and I prayed about it for a week. I ain't never told her this part. So me and God had a conversation, and I told him, whatever the answer is, that's what I'm going to go with. So what happened was I had a I, – I, I don't know if you call it an epiphany or a, a, a crowning moment, but I I really respect what my wife's ideal is because she's good people. And I realized that I didn't want to be that 60-year-old guy riding down the road, bumping and shifting 13 gears. So I figured that, okay, I can help more people by starting to practice. And then I put my stuff on the back burner. And if it materializes, fine. If not, I always going to have my CDL. But we need to get these people to, 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 to get this uh, affordable health care now. And with the fact that she had the certification, she had just got back from California. She She's the first certified medical cannabis uh, practitioner in the state of South Carolina. So it, it was, we want to get in position first. And that was the thing I looked at. Okay, we, we get in position first. Can't nobody say they were there before us because when, she, when you look at the picture in California or the certified practitioners, her face is there with the group. So you can't lie and say that you knew this before. And, and so for me, um, I wanted us to get to this technology and be in position so that we could offer this and already had the experience and the knowledge base to be able to tell people this is what it is. But from the startup standpoint, bro, we bootstrapped. You know, we carried, we, we took cash and we took credit cards and we leveraged, uh, you know, we leveraged our, uh, our knowledge base and our relationships. And that's what we, that's what we are. That's what we, how we started. Ain't no magic. Um, we, we use paper and credit. Got you, got you. And what about the process as far as getting like, like you say, HIPAA certified and stuff like that? Is that difficult? Um, well, she can speak to that aspect of the business, but I will say this from the administrative component. Um, of course, we did the typical things like I filed an LLC with the state of South Carolina uh, so people can understand that. And let me speak to that so people can know, you know, a, a, a medical practice is set up just like a trucking business. So I went through the whole processes of, of filing the LLC, opening up the business bank account, establishing the office, getting an official website, um, physical address, um, and uh, you know, uh, uh, getting us situated on Dunn and Bradstreet. Now, this is what, uh, and, and what I want to allude to is you hear people talk about Dunn and Brad and having a payday score, and but they also need to understand that you also have to have the business credit component with TransUnion, Experian, and Equifax. So we set up there as well, because you hear a lot of people talk about Dun & Brad, but all Dun & Bradstreet is, is, is a registered service where you may have three or four commercial trade lines, but you still need to have your business credit as a component of that. So we're able to make that shift now because we set the structure up properly then. Okay. Last year, you know what okay. I'm saying? So we could move forward. Um, the difficulty, no, you only it wasn't difficult because I've been in business 30 years. So a lot of stuff that may will may have would have scared somebody else is because I've owned a, mo a mortgage company, I've owned a car dealership, I've you know I've done high level business over the last 30 years. It was just part of my DNA. And what I wanted to do was free my wife up to practice the medicine. And I take care of all of the foundational establishment stuff. Right. And so um now now I will tell you this now, I can't take no credit for that website. Now she she did that website. So <laughs> how I take it that website, she did that. Well, no, right. we didn't hire somebody. Nah. And 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 the technology piece on the medicine in terms of the telemedicine, virtual medicine, that's all her. The other thing is this that people need to know is that when when as a physician's office, you 
do like the Kevin Costner movie. You build it and they will come. We have to pre-spend all the money to get our to get the licenses and insure. She has to be licensed and insured in each and every state that we practice in. You you don't just show up with with like a snake oil salesman talking. About I got a, a jar <laughs> a, a jar of healthy juice now, Playboy. If you if, if you ain't licensed in in Jersey, you ain't practicing in Jersey, and they gonna mm. verify that through the DEA. So she has the DEA license and what they call an NPI registration, which is a number that shows that she's licensed as a practitioner to provide those services as a physician in that state. So when I tell you that we licensed in seven states, you can pull it up and verify that the bank group is exactly where we are. So we, we, again, we ain't doing homeboy business. We spent the money up front to be able to talk, to, to have this conversation today. I love that, I love that. And I, and I wanted to get that out of you because people need to know that, you know what I mean? People. Um, you know, there's there's different businesses out there and stuff like that. And people need to know that, like you said, we're doing real business here. We're certified and, mm -hmm. and, and the licenses are there. Talk to me a little bit more about that process, Prunetta. Well, you know, um, as far as getting licensed and in all these different states, some of them can be a beast because I know New York is like a, a tough cookie because, you know, they want so much information. They want they want a left kidney and a right kidney. I, I was sitting up here saying, my goodness. Send this, send this document, send this document, send this document. So it's, it's a lot involved um, for someone that's actually a nurse. They know how involved it is in order to get a license, period. But I mean, you know, they go, take you through the ringer because, of, you know, of course, you're working on patients and they want to make sure you don't have any kind of, you know, criminal background, all those different things. You're getting fingerprinted. It is the same process. However, now when you're on the provider side, and you're talking about being able to provide um, prescriptions and care for people. For some reason, those prices seem like they just want to just keep creeping up. Right. You know, it may have only cost you, you know, $50 in order to get additional nursing license. Well, I'm here to tell you when it's more on the provider side, it's a lot more costly. So um, basically, I looked at all the different states that either I can practice on my own um, or any other nurse practitioner can practice individually. So I had to research those particular states. And then of course I had to pull all the documentation off of their, um, off of their licensing website to see exactly like how much the licenses cost. So some of them, although I had a license already in South Carolina and a DEA and a, um, um, a controlled substance, um, 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 license because you have three different licenses just okay. in that one state so i already had that just in south carolina so you know of course i was just like okay well let me go to you know i wanted to do florida florida you know to me was very easy um because it was just more of applying some um additional giving them additional information like some digital fingerprints um and paying for that because of course that was that was a good $150. So it's like each thing is like, you know, each state want their own little money. Right. And um, it was a process because some states will say, okay, you're a nurse um, or you have a nurse practitioner license. Okay. So you're multi-state licensed as a nurse. Because when you're an RN, you could be multi-state licensed already only because you fall under this umbrella. Well, like I said, it's a little different when you're a nurse practitioner because everybody wants some money. Um, when I went to Florida, like I said, that was easier. 
uh, I applied for the service, applied for the license. I had to, you know, of course, pay the, to have the license. You pay also additional for, um, for the controlled substance and you pay for the DEA. Well, let me just tell you that DEA for every state that you go to, it's $725 okay. just for the DEA. For that, um, for you actually getting your controlled substance, it depends. Sometimes they allow you to apply for that and you don't have to pay an additional, but sometimes that's an additional $250. Then if you're also trying to get your license, depending on which state it is, like I'm, I'm just going by just Florida, Yeah. that for the license I applied and I think I paid $75. Okay. And let's look at California. California, theirs is totally different. When I applied for that one, the major thing is they were like, okay, we don't honor no nursing license. Like I already had my license out there as a nurse, but of course I'm on a different platform now. So I'm like, okay, I'm applying for a nurse practitioner. Well, they wanted $500 just to apply for a nursing license. This don't have anything to do with anything else. Just for your nurse practitioner license, you had to pay $575. Wow. wow. On top of that, if you want a DEA license, that's another $725. And on top of that, if you want a um, your controlled substance license, that's another 200 and something dollars. Mm. So uh arizona arizona was also pretty high i think when i applied to arizona that one was um um now if i was just working as a nurse right i had to pay anything maybe fifty dollars but on the level of a provider i think i paid 375 dollars for just a license in um in arizona and again 725 dollars for that dea license um, when it came down to um, Maryland, Maryland was pretty easy to get as well. Um, I don't want to say that they robbed me blind because they actually, they're, I mean, they, they are wanting like nurse practitioners to come there. Right. They're wanting, you know, us to come and service the people because they don't have enough providers. Mm. A, lot of, a lot of doctors are getting out of the business because of the way, the way you get paid, you know, um, the insurances have slashed like the costs. So um, Maryland, I mean, they were all like, you know, please come out here, please, you know. So I think I spent maybe a hundred and if maybe a hundred and fifty dollars, I think, for my license, you know, and um, seven hundred and twenty-five. For some reason, that DEA people <laughs> <laughs> they like that seven hundred twenty-five dollar number, don't they? <laughs> I tell you what, it don't change. <laughs> $25. So when you start, you know, you start thinking about all this, that's right. not even including applying for your insurance that you right. need to, like here in South Carolina, I pay 1900 a year. My so, um, it, it starts getting costly when you start looking at all the, you know, all the different states. Now it's not like you have to apply for this license every month, right? but you know, um, each state is different. Some like Maryland, theirs was when your birthday came up, and I, I was like, I just, I just got this license, and it was like, okay, well, guess what? In two more months, we want that two hundred and twenty-five dollars again. See, that's why they want people there, right, right, right. You know, they're they're still getting that money, but right. they like it for like two years. Gotcha. So that, that's a good thing about you know, just have to kind of keep up with like all the different um, locations. But we have a a website that pretty much tells you, okay, this license is about to expire. Go ahead and send your money, you know. So it kind of keeps me up to date in regards to all that. But my main thing was, you know, when I first started out, is I was I had this little checklist, and I went down my checklist like, okay, you know, 
this is my goal. This is my mission. This, you know, just kind of doing all the, all the different things. And then where I wanted to be licensed, you know, where I can actually practice at, how much is it going to cost? You know, what's all the requirements? Cause I mean, it's a, it's a lot of research that you have to do before you can even start applying for some of these places, because if you're not falling under their criteria, they won't give you a license. Right. Right. Um, they kind of get you through that whole, whole little cycle. So, um, it's, it's uh it's costly, but the way I looked at it was like each each month I was like, okay, I'm apply for this one. And then I was like, okay, and another month I apply for this one, you know. Right. But I tell you what, when I went to California and I applied for this, I I told for sure, I said, My goodness, I said five hundred dollars to apply five hundred dollars. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's worth it. It's yeah, worth yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Now, yeah, now I can say I'm on the East Coast and now I can say I'm on the West Coast. You know, now I can right. say I'm, you know, up in the Midwest and down South. So right. it's right. a good feeling, you know, because I know now, hey, it's just a, a, a matter of growing, you know, in other Get, additional states. Getting so getting the, getting the word out for sure. Yeah, so yeah, how how yeah. many states how many states are you guys licensed in licensed in again? Um Georgia, Florida. South Carolina, North Carolina, Maryland, uh, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Delaware, um, New York, and this is this is adding in other people that are nurse practitioners, right? Um, and Arizona. Got you, got you. And all this stuff is public information, right? All, yes, all, yes. All these records. Do, where, where can people go? Because I like, I like to establish a trust so people can know that they can look this stuff up themselves and see. So you can go to um, normally a uh, LLR, uh, which is like the license bureau. Each state should have their own license bureau. And normally you can put in like the provider's name and you'll be able to find their licenses. Now, what they do is each state um you may you may have to go to like each state in order to see like the person's name because if you pull the person up like say say it's florida so you may go to florida you look under the license bureau and you say okay i'm gonna look for Pernetta brunson well it's going to show you that i have a license in you know soccer and um and florida i'm not sure if it shows up online you may be even able to go online and, and see all the different locations i'm not sure if that if that's how it works um, I've never seen it that way, but um, I know normally if you go on it, you'll see where it says my name and, you know, all the uh, detailed information in regards to myself. Right. But if you look in South Carolina under, because each state has their own license bureau. So you'll be able to look up the licenses. If it's not me as another provider, then, you know, of course, all you have to do is ask us, hey, who's another provider that's in this area? They can go on that on the website, look up that provider's name, and they'll show that they're a provider with, you know, um, that's credentialed within that state. So um, that's really how to, how you can kind of confirm all the all the information. Got um, you. Public, it's public knowledge. Are, are you guys looking for um, other partners currently in other states, or how, how are you guys doing that? Like for like in-office visits and stuff like that? Um, actually, you know, I guess as we expand, we will be looking at something like that because of course we can't be in every state. Right. Um, but the main thing that we wanted to do is focus on like the South Carolina area, um, and expand out. The major thing I wanted to do when I started was I wanted to get the licenses first because my thought was, what if I expand fast? Who right. knows how, you know, how, how soon I'm going to be in, 
you know, uh, a need here or a need there, you know. So my thought was, you know, let me go ahead and at least apply for the licenses. If I just if I decide that I'm like, hey, I'm in I'm in Florida today, you know, right. let me go ahead and see people in Florida because the, the the intentions um, are, you know, if we were to expand out in Florida and you know have it where you know we're seeing patients down there for like medical cannabis because they require they have certain requirements where you know i have to be licensed in that state in order to give you the recommendations for medical cannabis if i don't have a license there i can't give you any kind of i can i can treat you as far as like regular medicine but if i wanted to be able to do medical cannabis i had to be licensed in that state to to be able to do those recommendations mm. so that was my thought is let me get the license so then i can you know know that I'm already, I'm ready. I'm ready to be able to handle whatever comes, you know, when it comes to different states. And then when we um, added on the physicians, you know, it was more of this is division. Right. And they were on board like, okay, oh, I see. Okay, I'll apply for my license here. So one of the physicians, he applied also for Georgia. He applied for New York. So everyone that's, that's on the team is like, you know, okay, well, I'm here. I got my license here. I got my like one of the other young ladies that's in the northern area. She's licensed um, in the Philadelphia, Delaware, and New Jersey area. So she's in that whole tri-state area. The other young lady, she's licensed in New York, California, and South Carolina. So it's like we're all kind of like all over the place, but at the same time, we see the importance of it we see the reasons behind it because being licensed in multiple states give you that opportunity to be able to service more people. Right, right, right. For sure. How has the community embraced what you guys are doing? Um, actually, they, they, they love it. They're almost like, I've never seen this before, but then I'm thinking, <laughs> you know, this is like, I guess, you know, I'm, I've been in California for so long and they're like, they're, they're, they're like the train and we're like the bus, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like um, trying to get people to, to be educated about it. Like as soon as I say, okay, well go online, let me show you how to do a, a virtual visit. People are like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. But then you use, um, you use um, video chat all the time. You chat with your friends. I don't see why it's so different, but you know, <laughs> right. people just like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. I guess because it's like a, a, a medical practice or a doctor's office, like, you know, most of the time, like people say, I'm just used to going into the doctor's office. Right. I'm not used to, you know, I like this. This is like so convenient. So I, right. I get so many people like, oh my God, this is so cool. Matter of fact, one of my, um, one of my other patients, she was, she had some back pain. She was actually calling me from New York and um she was at the airport so and matter of fact if you look on my google i think or yelp i think she made a comment about um uh how she was at the airport and i was able to call in her prescriptions in california okay so um she was at the airport she didn't have time to do you know of course see anyone but she was like i'm in pain my back is killing me you know every time i move i'm getting spasms you know we talked about certain things or whatever and just kind of walked over um um, you know, what have you tried? What you know, what we can kind of work for, and and believe it or not, it was where I think her husband was on vacation, and she got hurt. So um, she was like, "But I'm not gonna have time. As soon as I get back to California, I gotta go straight to work." I was like, "No problem, I got you." Right. So once we did everything, by the next morning, 
um, actually that, that same night, I, I was able to electronically send all her stuff over to California. Everything was there. She was able to get her medication when she landed. And um, I mean, she was good to go. She, and of course, like I said, you can go on our website. You can see all the, you know, all the reviews on there in regards to like, you know, people's and people different situations. Matter of fact, I had a lady. Her um, her daughter lived here in South Carolina. She was a student at the college, so that's okay. where it also comes in handy too. Is because this young lady, this uh, mother, she was concerned about her daughter, and she uh, got in touch with me um in regards to me seeing her daughter here in south carolina and she was actually in boston massachusetts okay so um spoke with her for a while she was like hey i saw your website you know i see that you guys do telemedicine you know um and i want you to see my daughter i was like no problem her daughter couldn't get out the bed she was sick mm. so we did a virtual visit and her daughter had and, and amazingly her and here this is the mother the daughter is a, 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 I think she was 19, 20 years old. And she was like, mom, they'll, they'll never treat me. How could they treat me just looking at me over the, you know, over the video or whatever. Right, right, right. So it was so funny that, you know, she was like, oh my gosh, this was like so quick. You were able to, you know, diagnose me, get me, you know, what I needed. And like I said, I sent her prescriptions off electronically that was sent to the pharmacy. I called her mother back and was like, hey, I got to speak with your daughter. Just to let you know that she, you know, she's, um, she's doing X, Y, and Z. This is the plan. She was like, this feels, it feels so good to know that somebody is there, you know, for my daughter here. You know, I, like I told her, I have a child. I know exactly what it feels like to be, you know, miles away and you can't do anything. Right. You know, it's a little different. But when you know that it's someone that, that actually cares about, making sure that the person is getting better then it's you know it's a little it's a little different it's reassuring is what she said yeah but um so i mean we get people from all over i mean the nice part is people see the the need and the convenience and even in the community seeing the need for it because like i said you know um a lot of times if people um make an appointment it comes over my my um my email so normally i'll know okay hey i got an appointment or my schedule may come up, but they that same morning and say, hey, you have several appointments, whether it's virtual or whether it's in office. Normally, I try to do my in-office visits on Thursdays if possible, but gotcha. sometimes, you know, I try to change it up for people for, um, for I guess, assistance, because some people can't come in just on Thursdays. Right. But, you know, but either way, the nice part is you, you're, you don't have to rush. You can go ahead and see your, um, your provider. You're at home chilling, watching television, you know, realize that you need your prescription refill. Like I just got a call yesterday and the guy was like, Hey, oh, I need my, you know, my prescriptions refilled. And I was like, no problem. Go online, do X, Y, and Z, set up. Um, actually his was a telephone visit because I had already um, seen him. It was just more like a, a refill. He called me on the phone, um, said, hey, you know, I need my, my prescription refilled. We did a telehealth um, visit. Go ahead and pay your money online. It's, uh, everything is online. Paid his money online, and his prescription is sent electronically to the pharmacy. Gotcha. That was it. Ten minutes. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that that that's this is this is game changing stuff, man. Um, for the virtual visits, do you need any particular um app or software, anything like that? Like, what? How do you guys we do? We actually have two apps. So okay. One app is called On Patient. On Patient um, allows you to see all your like history, medical history, your labs, those kind of things. So if you ever go into the hospital, 
you can, you know, pull that app up and you can say, hey, I just saw this is the medication I'm on. You know, these are the labs I'm on. It kind of gives you like your your um, chart in hand. Okay. Um, and we pretty much, once you become a patient, I enable that service for you. But of course you have to be a patient or, you know, set up, set up a virtual visit or an inpatient visit with us. And then as far as for um, the virtual visits, the other app is called Next Patient. Okay. It walks, you, it walks you through it. Once you, once you go on our website and you actually um, schedule, you pick what type of appointment you want, whether it's inpatient, um, telehealth, or um, in-office. If you pick that virtual um, health, then you'll go to the next step, which says, you know, alternative medicine or, and really you can kind of pick, um, if you, if you don't see what, what you, um, what you want on there, you know, cause it may say something like blood pressure medicine or refill, or it says refills, I think is what it says. Say if it's not a refill and you're not sure, you can always just pick alternative medicine. It doesn't mean that you want medical cannabis. It's just saying you want some other kind of alternative medicine that's not on that list. Once you once you click that and you you um, scroll down, it's going to have your providers. I always tell people, just like they say, I always tell people, pick me, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you you go to my spot and it'll show like all different times. You can pick a time that's convenient to you. Pick that time, push the enter button, and then it's going to ask you for like your email. You know, it's going to ask you for some additional information. Well, on that second portion, um, you can put in, hey, you know, I need X, Y, and Z. You know. How do I do X, how do I do this, this, and this, or what, you know, um, where are you available? You can send a message. And then once you hit enter, it sends an email, not only to me, but it also sends an email to the other individual. Once you get that email, right? Once you get that email and you click on that highlighted uh, email portion, you click on it, it's gonna walk you straight through. Like, hey, this is what you need to do next. Download the app, it's called Next Patient. You don't have to have the app open. You just have to have the app on your on your device. Gotcha. Um, once you do that, then it's going to um, bring you back to the original email, allow for you to say, tell your provider you're ready. You click on that button, say, uh, or it's going to make you sign a consent to say, I, you know, give approval for me to do a virtual visit. Um, and you hit hit that button, uh, push enter, and you let the um, the provider know that you're ready. And then my face shows up and your face shows up. Got you. Got you. So it's the two apps are on patient and that, that on patient basically is your chart. And, and, and that's like your ongoing chart. And the next mm -hmm. patient is how you actually connect in and do the, uh, virtual visit. Correct. Correct. Oh, that's yeah. cool, man. That's, that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's really cool. So what, what, what's, what's next for the bang group with everything going on? Um, what, what do you see the future uh, of, of the Bang Group next five years? I'm looking at, um, and I'm sure Fitzgerald feels the same way, that within the next, I should say, we take one step at a time, but within the next year, or I should say within this year, this is the year that, you know, now that everything is all hyped up about telemedicine, virtual, virtual medicine, um, I see where people are, will start to get used to using the services. It's just like when someone had a cell phone and maybe you only got to see five people with a cell phone. And then eventually they wanted those cell phones in everyone's hands. Well, it's the same way that we're working on trying to make sure people are aware of virtual and telemedicine with the Bang Group, knowing that we're here to be able to service the people, the community, here now with 
like I said, with the coronavirus going on and they're recommending, and actually um, in that bill, it's recommending for people to do telemedicine, even to the point where I think Medicare and Medicaid has approved um, where they'll pay for people to have medi um, um, tele um, telemedicine visits because they weren't paying for that before okay. but now they're allowing that so the major thing now is being able to get people educated and seeing this grow where people are actually using our service more and it actually cut down on the cost of people running to the the um, emergency rooms for simple visits that you know they don't have to pay all this money seeing people not have to run to like urgent care services or you know, trying to figure out how to take care of themselves and uh, they can't do it because they can't get off of work in time. Or, you know, I see in five years us being, of course, where I want to be nationwide is where I, I would like to see the Bain Group, where we're in multiple, multiple states helping many different people and families um, with their services at affordable um, prices and not having it where we see so many people where their blood sugars are out of control, you know, A1Cs, they're um, major, major overweight. We see all this obesity. So, you know, being able to incorporate like weight management, being able to incorporate all the different services that we provide for the families and not have it where people are going without medication because they can't afford to go to their doctor or they or their doctor is saying, hey, I can't give you this prescription because you need to come in for a visit. Well, they can't afford the, the visit. So I, my main thing is to be able to see people actually afford their health care and um, have it where more people are joining as far as providers in the same goal of being able to offer services to patients at affordable price within the Bang Group um, Association. That's where I see us in five years. Got you, got you. Fitzgerald. Talk to me. Fitzgerald, talk to me, man. Where, where, what, what, what's your vision? I'm sure your vision aligns with your wife's um, yeah. for, for, for the Bang Group, but talk to me about where you see things going in the future. I, I, see, I see us playing on a national platform, especially after this, um, after you put this out to the fucking Hustle family, because uh, my wife's a CEO, and, 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 and she and other women CEOs need to be able to co-mingle or sit down and talk about how do we implement this this is what i see i see a, a, a I, I see a supergirl moment um where you have women who are in charge of their businesses and entity in industries use the bang group as their medical component uh, and and we become that default service for major companies or or small or medium-sized companies because that will help us to help them grow because you got um, various sectors that offer certain kinds of telemedicine in the transportation industry right now, but they can't tell you what, who their physician is. They just pick up the phone and call a doctor. Well, the advantage of dealing with us at the bank group is that you actually will have a live human being that you can talk to, that you can virtually or video see on a day-to-day -day basis. And I see us be, I see us implementing that um, throughout the, throughout the industries is starting with this transportation industry and making that a national, a national, um, a, a, a national day-to-day -day thing. Now, the reason for the name of the Bang Group, because people want to know a lot of time, I named the, I named the company the Bang Group because Bang is the Indian word for marijuana. Okay. So there is a, it wasn't just something that, 
just popped out. It's, it, there's, a, there's an essence between it, behind that. There's a new reason for that. And we want to also give people the option to have qualified medical cannabis treatments that is condition-specific to their ailment on a national basis. As these other states come online, there's 34 states that are legal now for medical or recreational. I think another 11 or so that, that are not, um, most of them being in the Southeast. But as the as the as these states come online, we one of the impetuses for us being in position is to be in position as a, not a thought leader, but as a provider leader who already is doing it. Like my wife already certified as a medical cannabis specialist as a practitioner, she's been invited to speak at the National Association for Cannabis Nurses in September as a lead provider. This ain't something she just now starting. We already in the business. So for us to be a family care provider on the telemedicine and virtual medicine and in-person side, we already have the components that if you a business, we, you and I can sit down and I say, hey, Romel, listen, these are the options and alternatives that I offer you at this cost, what is it costing you now? And you say, well, I, you know, I had no, I can't afford it. Okay, now, now you can. So now, what it does, it shifts the opportunity factor for small or startup companies to get get a to get their employees a real healthcare option that includes high technology medicine. Okay, so we, again, we have physicians and nurse practitioners on a national scale um, in various markets that we've reached out to that want to be able to practice unrestricted medicine. And what I mean by that, a lot of times your physician or care provider can't practice the medicine he or she wants to because they too busy filing insurance documentation. They too busy being limited by the HMO. They too busy trying to meet the mandates to the PPO. Well, with us, because we control the insurance, we created it, we control it. Now you're free to practice medicine the way you want to. So what that does, it frees up what we do. What we, our platform and, and our ideology and our strategy, our business platform brings freedom to other physicians and practitioners to be able to employ them. For example, in the state of California, over the next two years, they're going to lose 5,500 practitioners or physicians in the family practice, the main line of general practice to retirement, um, just out of migration. So that shortfall will allow us with us being a California licensed provider, will allow us, if we, if we choose to, open offices in various areas to provide that infrastructure to people on the front line. So that growth, that growth projective is real. Um, telemedicine is slated to go to a $113 billion industry by 2025. We, we, it's 2020 right now. So if you ask why we in the business, we in the business because it's not the money. But you help enough people get what they want, you're going to get what you want. And that's what we want to do. We want to help enough people get quality, affordable health care in multiple markets where we can not only employ care providers that can provide the care, but we also provide and provide the platform and the freedom. But we also want to be able to give it to people at an affordable price where we can, we can control that cost, whether it's Brooklyn, New York, and Red Hook, whether it's Jacksonville, Florida, whether it's in Tyler, Texas. Or, or, or in Crenshaw, um, in Los Angeles, in Long Beach, and Crenshaw, or it's uh, here in South Carolina, uh, or in South Carolina, period. So we want to keep that situation available for people to be able to use that, feel good about it, and from a name recognition standpoint, say, hey, man, I'm a member of the band group. Why aren't you? That's the, that's the conversation I want in five years. 
I'm a member, I'm part of the band group, why aren't you? So that's what we mm. are. Got you. What would you say the band group's approach to um, patient care is? Would you say you guys have more of a holistic approach or is it like, like what, 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 what's your um, a, a, approach to medicine? Um, if, if you understand what I'm saying, like, do you yeah. guys, yeah, can you explain that a little bit? Sure. Yeah, we use a, a, a natural, some people call it homeopathic. Our, um, our DO, which our, our other family physician, that's his specialty. We try to keep things natural as much as possible because, my, as my wife alluded to earlier, there's an opioid crisis. That's one of the other impetuses behind us um, opening up the band group and extending that care uh, component. We want people to keep as close to natural medicine as possible and to be able to give them that option and alternative. Like, we, you know, she can help transition some of these people uh, that have these opioid crises. She can actually help them transition off of that. That's what, we, that's what we're here to do, man. We're here to help people not be sick and prevent them from getting sick as much as possible. And those, and those things, in terms of a naturalized medicine approach, that's what we do. You know, we don't want you running around here getting all the sets, Percocet, Oxycontin, so forth and so on. If there's a natural alternative, then we want to be able to give that to you and help you with it so that you not only can get better, but not become dependent upon some of these medicines that make you sicker in the process. Got you, got you, got you. All right, Prunetta. So <laughs> um, just want to kind of start wrapping things up. Um, you know, as always, I love to always, you know, ask my guests for a, a final thought, um, a jewel, a, a takeaway, something you just want to leave the Truck and Hustle family with um, before we close out the show. Um, you know, I appreciate you guys for coming on um, today and, and, and sharing um, this information with us. So, and, and then also, I just like to get, you know, your information, how to connect with the Bang Group, so forth and so on. So go ahead, fi final thought. All right, well, my final thought is telemedicine, <laughs> virtual visits. Come see us at the Bang Group. We can take care of your services that you need. The major thing is I always want to put out there is that we're, pre we're preventative um, services. Our services are geared to prevent you from getting to the point of having, you know, um, the high blood pressure. Let us, let us get you tested and watched over you to make sure that you don't get to those points of having diabetes and, you know, you hear all these other ailments. So the major thing is preventative health care. Come see us at the Bang Group. We're located at 1320 Main Street. I know, I know you're not located here in South Carolina. One of these days you may come to South Carolina, or if you were um, to see someone that's actually um, in New Jersey, whether it's a virtual visit, the major thing is to make sure people remember the name, where to go, www.thebangroup.com, how to go on the services, and that is so convenient and at an affordable price for them. The other thing that I always tell people is, you know, health is always important. We want to be around for a long time. So, you know, if, if, if it's not you, pass it on to someone else to make sure that they take care of themselves and just get themselves checked out. That's one of the things that I always um, uh, tell another person is look out for your other brother. Look out for your sister. Look out for your friend. Just, you know, sometimes we just need to look out for each other in order to kind of make the community run smoothly health-wise. So that's just my key point out there. And just also for people to know that 
you don't have to suffer alone or you don't have to think that, you know, because you can't afford this, that you can't get, you know, your blood pressure tablets or you want to, you know, um, not get your medication because your blood sugars are high. Just know there's, there's somewhere to go, which is the Bain Group, in order for them to actually have um, reasonable services. Someone's there in order to help. So that's my, that's my main thing is always preventive care, being able to reach out to other people. All right. All right. All right. Fitzgerald, final, final thoughts, sir. Final thoughts are two things. Each one, teach one and lift him up. He ain't heavy because um, we all in this together. Um, I found uh, a lot of great people via your channel, your situation. Um, Innovative Logistics, uh, shout out to Adam uh, Winghead and his staff. Uh, he's helping us, me and uh, my, my business partner put together a new trucking company. We're in the process of doing that. So shout out to you um, and, um, and Alex Good Energy, um, Kiara, uh, Herman Dose. A lot of lot of people that's already part of the Truck and Hustle family, uh, I follow and am motivated by not just this story, but their work ethic and their commitment to uh, their craft. And, and it's not just their success, but their innovation. Um, so for me, it's, it's it, being in the trucking business and being in the medical field in terms of being a uh, stakeholder, it allows me to offer um, our component to the rest of the family and alleviate the question marks because that's what we do. You know, we, we, we give them that confidence of knowing that, hey, I can make this recommendation on the medical side and feel just as confident as I would if I recommended Herman with Bella Sloan or got with Kiara with, and, and, and learned how to run trucks and, and, and dispatching or Metro Max or, or, or got with Alex or got with, you know, uh, Innovative Logistics. So that whole enclave of each one, teach one, lift, lift them up, he ain't heavy, is very, very... Um, transparent and um, um, available here on Truck and Hustle. So my, my, last, my last comment is this, is that uh, being a part of the Truck and Hustle family, hey, hey listen, y'all, if you're not sick and if you need help or if you've got somebody in your family you need help and you're not comfortable with going out in public, hey, get in touch with us. That's why we're here. Uh, our area code is 803, prefix is 724. Last four digits of one two five zero. Go on the website www.thebanggroup.com, and then when you get there, you'll see my wife's picture. Choose her as the as the provider. Register. We can keep your information. Everything is HIPAA compliant, and let's build these relationships and grow not only these businesses, but let's help these families get healthy, stay healthy, and enrich these lives. Because you can't. You can't build generational wealth if you're dead. And, and, and you sure as hell ain't effective if you're sick. So let's help y'all stay well. And thank you once again. And I also, um, Ramir, want to extend you an invitation to come to our podcast, which we will begin on March 22nd. Uh, it's called Hip Hop and Healthcare. So when you, when you decide to make your rounds down south and what have you, want to extend the invitation to you as well. For sure, for sure. I'll definitely take you up on that. Listen, guys, I, I, I appreciate um, you guys coming on today. Um, this was definitely, um, you know, a show that we, we haven't done touching on topics that we haven't touched on yet. 
um, on, on, on this platform. So I appreciate you for bringing insight and shedding some light um, on, you know, things that are going on currently with the coronavirus and also um, in the health healthcare space. Um, guys, definitely check out the Bang Group. Um, go to the website, see what they're about. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, we definitely love to share the information, share the value. You know, guys, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for coming on today. And um, we love it. We love it. All right? Thank you, Ramel. Appreciate you. All right, for sure, man. Thanks a lot. If you like what you heard, it's only going to get better. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a comment. Let us know what you want to learn or hear more about. Till next time, love is love, truck and hustle.